and welcome to episode 15 of Allies of Convenience, the international competitive Warhammer 40,000 podcast. My name's Alex Ray, your host, and on this week's episode, you can look forward to our review of the Skitari Codex, the beginning of the Adeptus Mechanicus faction in 40k that we've long awaited uh, to join the fray, and they are now here with us with some amazing new models and some very interesting new rules. Um, so myself and the guys went through that and gave you a blow-by-blow uh, blow review of the rules section of that codex. And of course this week uh, everyone's timeline is going to have been dominated by the Eldar Rumours, a brand new redoing for 7th edition of a codex that's not very long gone. Um, a lot of people were uh, hoping that the codex would be slightly rebalanced. Well, it has been rebalanced, um, and we're going to be talking about which direction it's gone in uh, in this segment. It was uh, originally meant to be a brief chat about some of the rumours, um, but there's so many rumours and so many changes that it turns into about an, an hour-long uh, discussion. So I hope you enjoy that as well. We're going to be doing a full Eldar Codex review next week, um, but until then, hopefully this whets your appetite. So enjoy this week's episode. Uh, don't forget, get involved on the Facebook. Thank you so much to everyone who's been leaving positive comments, um, to the guys at Bella Lost Souls for the great review they gave our uh, Demon King episodes. Thank you so much for that. Um, and if you're subscribed on iTunes, then please do leave us a positive review. Uh, just in advance, I want to apologise for a little bit of the uh, the audio distortion on this one. We're trying new ways to record uh, through Skype so that everyone's around about the same level uh, and ended up with a little tiny bit of distortion on some of the audio in the Eldar section. But it's not too bad. It's very listenable. So I hope you enjoy it. And uh, yeah, let's get straight into it. Hi guys, so this is meant to be the intro for our episode, but it's basically going to be an hour of us talking about scatter lasers and wraith knights, pretty much. Uh, my name's Alex Ray, of course, uh, and I am joined tonight by Matt Robertson. We've got Adam Ryland. Hello. Uh, we've got Mike Collins. Hello. We have James Ramsey. Hello. And we have Jesse Newton. I'm not here. Yes, you are. <laughs> uh, fully clothed today, hopefully. Um, Never. <laughs> the beard counts as clothing. So let's let's just uh, talk about the elephant in the room, and I don't mean Jesse. Um, the Eldar <laughs> rumors. Jeez. The Eldar rumors. It's not um, that big, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Um, yeah, so the Eldar rumours. Who wants to kick off with a, a basic rundown of how we're all completely screwed and uh, the sky is falling on our heads I think at Adam strength D? It's got to be Adam. Ignoring <laughs> cover. Be Adam. Go on, Adam! Well, 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 the bad news for the Elder players are the Serpent Shield got toned down. They can't summon. Warlock Council changed, and they've no longer got the best monstrous creature in the game. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like that last point. Um, so basically, if you're an Eldar player, you're going to have to buy a new army, apart from the the Wraith Knights, pretty much. 
Um, but what's the good news? Uh, well, the good news for them is their codex. This is, is the next 45 minutes worth of uh, conversation. A, That's all a, the good news. A tad overpowered, as in every single thing got buffed. It looks really, 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 really good. It may be worth noting we haven't actually seen the book yet. We're all just crying. Yeah, we're just talking about rumours, obviously. We are going to do a full Eldar review Um, next week, but um, based on the rumours that we've been told... Yeah, these apparently confirmed rumours by people that have the book. Yeah, that's that's why... I mean, normally we tend to sort of hold off, but these rumours are so solid that... You know, we want to address them because they're so it's bloody good. Scary, Jesus it? Christ Almighty! Um, so, so what are we looking at then? Let's 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 go through all the changes, Mr. Ramsey. I trust you most with the information and being correct. Um, one way to summarise it would be: you know, the book's good when banshees ask can be scary without a transport as well. Yeah. That puts the rest in comparison. So, I mean, Banshees can get... Um, you can get a Warlord trait that gives you scout to D3 units, right? And then you can get the formation benefit of a guaranteed six for your run, right? Yeah, that's that's the main Warhost to Courier. Yeah. So, basically, you can get your Banshees in combat turn banshees two. Banshees get plus three to their run basic. So, they're running nine basic. And they get plus three to their charge as well, right? Yeah, and yeah. I've got a feeling that Jane's R might have the Warlord trait with plus three run as well. Oh. So if you really want to, I think I've got a feeling they can probably run 12. They can probably run across the table in one turn. Um, yeah. And you don't get to overwatch them as well because they have Banshee masks. Yeah. They're actually faster outside of transport, which is quite funny. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, finally Banshees are actually... We were talking last week about you know traditionally... Uh, sorry, traditional assault units not being that great. Uh, you may have heard that in Demonkin review. Uh, I said at the start, well, letting them move 24 inches in a turn on foot is uh, generally a good way to sort that out. Yeah. So that's Banshees, which are like you, you never, ever, 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 ever saw. So let's talk about some of the other stuff that you are seeing that still got buffed anyway. Um, Farsis has got better, which... They were already ridiculously good for points. Okay, so let's let's talk about um, let's talk about what farseers used to be able to do, um, how they used to be used in competitive play, how that's changed, and why they're actually better. So you traditionally saw the farseer on the bike um, with um, malefic powers and you know a smittering of other powers as well, the phoenix stone, um, and that Solid was about. Stone. The summon. I'm, I'm trying to pretend and use the, the real name, but we all know it's called Summoning Stone. Um, so how have they changed? Well, they they got the same point. Yeah, they can't have the card malefic, so... Yay! But they say the same points. I think was, uh, everyone thought they might get a bit more expensive because they've got three wounds, which most other uh, casters don't have three wounds, which is already a big thing. They kept the Ghost Helm so they can get rid of a dice to nullify a wound on the perils, which is amazing. Yep. Um, you've still got the reasonable stats. If they're on a bike, they're on a jet bike, so they're fucking fast as fuck. Yep. Um, so they got this new thing, like Runes of the Farseer, which lets them re-roll a failed psychic check every turn. 
And they used to only get that once a game, right? Was yeah, that Runes of Witnessing? They used to pay 15 points for that, and that's now free. They get that free now, so they've actually, they're actually better value than they used to be. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And pass. also, when they're... Um, is it only casting Santic, or is it any powers when they're trying to harness a warp charge? They 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 succeed on a three plus. Oh, if you take him as a seer council. Okay. Oh, that's so that's part yeah. of the the bone the benefit from that. Okay. Yeah, if you use a seer council, you're on a three. Don't forget the golden bricks as well. <laughs> <laughs> and they do shit still, golden bricks, which count as mysterious have, objectives. You still have the spirit stone, which reduces warp charge by one. Okay, so, so they you can. Still have that. You just can't summon with it, but you can still make prescience warp charge one and succeed in three up, which is fucking crazy. But you can go here, I can guide something, and I can present something else with two dice pretty reliably. So basically that means that they are just super mobile buffing casters. Well, yeah, they can than... do anything. Because yeah. you, you can get so many of them. You can actually get fortune pretty guaranteed now, so you can take a big death star if you want to take fortune. Mm. Is the max now seven? Max is however many you want. If you want to spam Seer Council, you can take fucking ridiculous amounts of things to. You can you can take a unit of farces as a Death Star. Just running you can you can reliably and realistically get seven definitely. Um, if you want to take the you can take the Seer Council more than once, can't you? On the um, the Curian yeah. thingy, you can take it three times for every war host you take. Yeah, so if you want to pay a, a shitload of points in wasted taxes, then yes, you can shoehorn more than seven. But seven's probably like good value. Um, well, what want. are the odds of getting fortune with seven? It's got to be crap. Well, two, 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 <laughs> it two depends of... who's rolling. If it's Gaz, five. Yeah, maybe. Two of them are three quarters. Another one, you got. It's another sixty-six percent. Oh, it's it's going to be about ninety-five percent. I was only even higher than that. So it's the, not very the powers, reliable. They, they they got rid of death mission, which was good because death mission was absolutely useless. And they they put this new one in, which is not as not as bad, but it's still pretty bad. The twelve inch bubble of fear and adamantium will, and they made Eldritch Storm higher in warp charge from warp charge. I think it used to be warp charge two, but it's now warp charge three or four. And warp charge four, it's a fucking ten inch blast, which is just they've been... made Eldritch Storm good. Yeah, it was always Eldritch decent. It, it was, was always a bit rubbish, but it's now it's not... like it's it's amazing. Yeah, it's Warp Charge 3 was still a large blast. They made it much harder to cast for the same thing. But then it was made... 1, wasn't it? Yeah, it used to be Warp Charge 1, so it was, they made it a lot more hard, hard to cast. But then suddenly, going, like doubling the size of the blast. Does everything still spin Hay- around as well? No, Randomly. it's just Haywire and Flesh Ah, uh, they got rid of the spinny, roundy stuff. Because yeah, that, that would have just taken the piss. Well. <laughs> it used to be like in <laughs> yeah, it's making land raiders spin around. Yeah, for the, fun, for the vulnerable rear armor. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dream shot. So that's the uh, the farseers that yeah appear to be better. Let's move on to another unit that we used to see all the time as well. Um, in very small numbers, though, um, the Windrider Jetbikes, which were probably the best troop units in the game, I'd say, in in sixth at least, definitely. Um, what changes have they undergone? Catalyzer. They've finally found the keys, haven't they, for the, uh, for the, the army. 
I'm a scaff man. Yeah, they just yeah. they just obviously just just thought, fuck it, we're gonna give every single motherfucker a scatter laser because you know why not? We got enough in line. We around. have a new we have a new Eldar jet bike unit or box. Oh. We're gonna sell all yeah. of them. Yeah, they are going to sell. I, think, I, just, I, I did actually hear. Um, I did actually hear like a worrying rumor that there was only going to be one scatter laser per box, but no, it's three. It's three times the same sprue. So each yeah. sprue has a scatter laser or a shuriken cannon or the twin um, shuriken catapults in it as well. So yeah, basically. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> basically, they've stayed exactly how they were. Um, there were rumours that they were going to drop down to just a four-up save. They haven't. There's still a three-up save. They've stayed exactly how they were, 17 still points. Troops. Still troops. Still fast. fast as fuck. Um, but now for 10 points, you can give them a... Is it 36-inch range? Yeah. Strength six. Four shots? Yeah. Yeah, it's only 40 shots a unit. It's a mere... A mere 40 shots. Well, well you're going to take fives, news. aren't you? So it's only 20 shots a unit. The good news Five. is they have no laser lock. So it's not all bad. <laughs> it doesn't matter, though, because yeah. you're going to take 17 farseers in an army and everything's going to be guided and prescienced anyway. So and, and doomed. You forgot doomed. Oh, and doomed as well. We're all doomed. And, and yeah. they're going to be what invisible as well. You get... Gaz got misfortune yesterday as well. It's another fucking rending. It's just like... And they have ignored cover as well. You just take the unit off. There's like nothing you can do. Just... No, that's... I think Gaz fired at a unit of walkers. I did like with Doom and ignore cover. Put like t- 11 penetrating hits on my on a squadron of walkers. And I was just like, oh, fuck's sake. That, is, that, is that was just like six, here. seven bites. <laughs> Stupid. Yeah. You know that new well, that's a unit that can move 12, fire 36, and then move 2d6 away again when they went in the assault phase. It's just fucking <laughs> stupid. And its object is secured. <laughs> it's crazy. Just put the new blood first again. And it can jink. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> one one uh, unit. And turbo boost as well. And I'm sure it can tank shock as well. I mean, that. Their weakness is leadership. <laughs> yeah, good luck. <laughs> Their weakness is leadership, but you'll have enough farseers on the table that they'll probably be in the unit anyway. If you're not running a seer council, so. And uh... yeah. um, yeah. that'll be the that'll be the key to farseers. Because also farseers get, uh, well, divination's just amazing. You get the one where you let them reroll uh, armor saves. You put that on the front. The farseer oh, Jesus the front, <laughs> just tanking like a boss. Or you have fortune, or you have fourth and vulnerable. It makes them all just like people like oh, oh make invisible. them jink and you'll they'll lose. Yeah, you've got so many good powers. Like that's the thing. When you think of them in a vacuum, they're really good. But then when you put them with all the powers, they're just they're just insane, it's absolutely insane. Uh, ignore cover when you have like forty sh- strength six shots. It's absolutely unreal. I've also heard that these shit golden pebbles. <laughs> Mate, no. they, are all, they are all armed with multiple dildos. And you don't. Like with that many shots, you have zero necessity for anti-air at all. They're they're basically like doing what Tau used to do, but even better. They're just peppering you with strength six shots. That you have no need for skill either, Alex. That's the no, well, That's you a... know, just bring a sack of dice and empty the sack of the dice onto the table, and then pick it back up again and drop it again because they're all successful anyway. Because like <laughs> you may as well re-roll them. Um, <coughs> yeah, it's 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 gonna be. 
Yeah, it's going to be... It's going to be... I think brief is the word you're looking for. Yeah. It's going to be brief. If you thought 5th edition Grey Knights were going to be prolific, then... Boy. It's going to be fine, guys. Um, I want to know how Team Wales is going to decide who gets to play Eldar, because that's going to be a fun (laughs) discussion. It's pretty easy. (laughs) Whoever whoever is the biggest dickhead in the team can play with Eldar. Mike, are you playing Eldar? Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. That was the same thing. People are like, why are you going to play Eldar, you know? You're not going to have friends. I was like, well, I spent all my time making my friends. Now it's time to lose them all. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's like like that... We'll have no, no. terrain, and yeah, because that, that's everywhere, and then everything will be fine. Uh, take Eldar with, with Adlance, no friends ever. Oh, Jesse, I want to, I, I want to see you at tournaments wearing a, a, a I bet you miss my Adlance now T-shirt. <laughs> whilst you, whilst you beat people in fifteen minutes with, uh, with jet that bikes and wraith knights. I think you will see. Yeah. Uh, Shooty Death Stars with the unit of 10 as well. Yeah. You stick all your characters yeah. in. I mean, we had... Uh, yeah, Gaz had, was using... He was thinking you might do 10 with three farces and, uh, and just oh. go mad with powers. Just Because you, you've got three pretty good tanks at the front. Not not against any high-strength unit, but you just look out there and just some dickhead behind. But uh, they're so cheap. 27 points. Just enough. The issue is, though, if people are shooting them with the guns that the farces care about being shot with, then the Wraith Knights are running around laughing. Well, let's let's get on to the Wraith Knights now, because, again, that's another unit. Yeah, because it gets worse. (laughs) Because, wait, wait, there's more. (laughs) You should leave leave the Wraith Knights. Talk about, like, fire dragons. Yeah, even they've got better. Fire dragons get plus one to the vehicle damage when they've already got melter guns. Like... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and they also can just all be ballistic skill five because uh, fuck it, why not? Why not? And also, and they can six. run ships on their battle. <laughs> yeah. yep, Do you know what? I think have... I think Games Workshop have just decided that if you're an Eldar player, like the rolling of the dice is just like um, it's just for fun. It's for fun. Like it's just for show. I'm gonna roll these dice. Okay, a few of them. I'll just roll them again because everything's re-rolled anyway. Um, you know, I'll, I'll give you, I'll give you the illusion that there's some sort of element of chance about all of your units being <laughs> I'm removed. Just gonna, really? I'm just gonna put this out there. I'm pretty sure Matt DeFranza actually wrote this codex because I've never <laughs> seen anybody win USGTs rolling as poorly as he did. And now there's just no more need to roll dice. You just put bottles <laughs> on the table, and your opponent goes, "All right, I'll scoop up mine, and we'll, uh, we'll, we'll go elsewhere." You won't get a beer for it because yeah. nobody's going to want to buy you a beer afterwards. But hey, whatever. They'll no, probably buy no. you a beer as long as they don't see you buy it and then go and pissing it between the, the, the bar other and the Eldar table. Player in the room. One of the, the, the other thousand. Yeah. <laughs> the other three hundred in the three hundred and five man field. Yeah. Um, I've heard tactics of people saying, "Oh, I'm just going to reserve my fire dragons now. They're going to walk on, and they've got a twenty four inch effective range when they walk on. Just like <laughs> they all just for like." Like a hundred points and there's five fucking uh, Yeah, how's that shield it's working out for you now, Mr. Rafe Knight? Oh, on this half <laughs> of the board. Okay, I can shoot. Yeah. I mean that that uh, battle thing, move six, is just absolutely mental. Oh, what the uh, the formation benefit where they automatically run six? Yeah. So good for when they can fire so afterwards. Yeah, because they can run and shoot still with battle focus. I mean, and they get the stomp as well. <laughs> 
No, we're talking about yeah. fire dragons. I don't think fire dragons can stomp no, yet. No, no, that's no, in no, the no. next codex. Yeah, yeah, that's. The... <laughs> <laughs> they form up like Voltron and uh, and stomp you like. Uh... Yeah, Voltron knights. That's what they're called now. Yeah, the Exarch can uh, reroll at a hit to wound or to pen as well. If you oh, wonderful! So, uh, <laughs> yeah, why not all three? He can just decide to. I'll, I'll tell. You, I've hit, but I'm going to reroll it just in case I miss, just to give you a chance. <laughs> and the Exarch's bliss is still sick to something stupid, so... Uh, it gets sure. a re-roll anyway, wonderful. Does he have two wounds as well now, or just once? Yep. Yeah, All Exarchs have two wounds. And how many points is he worth? How many points is a fire dragon nowadays? Is it the same? I, I According the same to the rumours, it's the same points. That is bullshit. One, twenty-two. How do they point these guys out now? Uh, they're, what, they're normally the do ones in bed, Mike. No, but how do they no? How do they point these guys out? Not literally. Which uh, ones your fire dragons? I know not everyone has the pink army like you, Matthew. I've, I've but how heard do they decide how much a dartboard, each is worth? A dartboard and three darts. Because if like if, if they show no dart. no fear is like worth three points, then what's like being able to run six and fire a metal gun and plus one damage? Like, they should be like fifty I mean, points each. Like, they're like eighteen. There's so many useful things you can do with them. You can like deep strike them in, or you can put them in these fucking falcons that have precision deep striking, or you can put them in a venom and they can move six, just about six. They can just turn six, up. Or like you said, like... you can just walk them on the table and they'll still get halfway across the board. The main you issue with fire dragons. You know, you... So I was just going to say the main issue with fire dragons is Wraith Guard. Yeah, I mean, this is. I, I said this is going to be an hour-long discussion about the... Uh... It's going to be longer. It's going to be longer. Fire, fire dragons, when, when you want to, like, kill something completely dead. Uh, Wraithguard do that just as good. So let's talk about Wraithguard, then. Um, I do think Wraithguard will make fire dragons a bit... Def yeah, you're just not going to see them. It depends how many points you have, because if you want to take three Wraith Knights... Um, and like 12 Farseers, you might not have the points for the Wraith Guard. So, um, yeah, at that point, you might not have the points for the Fire Dragons. Well, <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> who, cares? <laughs> who cares? You got scatter lasers. It's true. It's true. They've got so many now got the Melter Rule as well. <laughs> no, they don't. <laughs> that, that has not been confirmed. Uh, Allies of Convenience podcast does not stand by that opinion. Um, so let's talk about the Wraith Guard. They are exactly the same, apart from one little minor change. Small, small change. Uh, all their guns are strength D, which is... <laughs> they got the little pocket vibration. Well, the uh, sorry? Strength D wraith cannons. It's D minus one on the D table for the, for the sights. Oh, for the, for the flamers. Yeah, because because yeah, charging one, <laughs> because because charging a unit of wraith guard with D strength flamers that get wall of death hits on you that were full D strength would be, I, I yeah, I, I, yes, charge me still, imperial knights, still... please, please do. The flamers are poor so necrons, nasty, you know, but the. But even just like five wraith guard, I've got a pretty good chance killing a knight in a volley, which is absurd. Yeah, a very good chance for a hundred. Yeah, pretty points. good chance. Yeah. yeah. Is it? Well, the knight's uh, dead. Anything. Anything. Anything without an invulnerable 
you're just going to die. No well, offense. even with invulnerables, that's just there's a very good chance. Yeah, you got to fail one, and then they're like, "Well, there you go." So there's D three wounds, especially oh, look, if you've only got three. Twelve is it of a spirit sir? getting rerolls to hit, mm-hmm. which equates to rerolls yeah, to wounds. Or, or if you take the the wraith formation, it's eighteen inches. Oh, that's right, because it's extended, yeah, and isn't it? Uh, and they can, run and, they can run and shoot with that formation as well. Yep. Oh, they get battle focus as well in that formation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you know, and they, they, run, so, they run six inches. So now, you're, now your wraith cannons are a 24-inch range gun. Because, yeah, let's do it. But apparently, apparently mine shackle scarabs are too broken to be in the game. <laughs> <laughs> All this shit flies. Well, you, and... see, you know, you know what the problem was. They 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 brought it out and they saw everybody buy all these Necrons. And they went, you know how we really fuck over a Necron player? Just make sure they can't have any reanimation protocols. Yeah. Go go D weapons. You know why like, that is? No, no one bothered modeling any mine shackle scarabs. GW couldn't make any money off of it. Do we think this is the oh no, Necrons are too powerful? <laughs> Let's bring Eldar to tone them down. But, no, what, it's what's after it's Eldar. That's going to be ridiculous. What, what's sad about Wraith Guard is you can still take those crappy Wraith Blades, but they actually got better. They got Rage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they buffed, they buffed them, and yet they're still probably the worst unit in the book. Well, yeah. Besides the Avatar. Because even yeah, the, that's a hell of a the, competition. Even the D cannons, the heavy, little heavy support things, get strength D. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, all so of this, all of the distort weapons are strength D, aren't they? Yeah. For uh, for the same cost as five wraith guard and five D cannons, you can take three small blast barrage D weapons. So yeah, let's talk about the um, the Vol's weapon battery. Um, I'm trying to fly through this because there's like at least 20 units that got buffed yeah. in this code. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. What are the fiber cannons on it? But to be honest, it doesn't matter because you're going to yeah, take... What are, the, what are the fiber cannons <laughs> on anyway? Fuck, no one knows. No, he hasn't, no one's no, nobody bothered asking because he went, oh yeah, the, the D cat, the guy doing the rumors went, oh yeah, the D template ones. Well, or D now. The distort ones are D. And everybody went, oh fuck fiber cannons, screw <laughs> everything else, you know, make do these. Do you know what I bet it is? Do you know what I bet it is? I bet it's Jaws. <laughs> everything, everything has an initiative test or dies. Oh my god! It's just D weapons as barrage. It's just mental. It's like, it's just Wait, they're barrage as well. Yes, <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! Oh mate, that wolf star is just so fucking dead. It's oh Jesus <laughs> Christ! All my... who wrote yeah, this book? Yeah, yeah, I can't have strength ten. <laughs> you can't. It's not rules as written. No, that's overpowered. That is. That's a that's a war gear technicality. Whereas you know, fucking hell. <laughs> hey, and we, they they didn't make a tech. They didn't they didn't leave it ambiguous. They went, it's D. Screw you. There's nothing ambiguous about the D, Mike. No, I'm getting I the want, D. I want power fists at strength D now. That's the only thing. <laughs> Absolutely. Painful. There is also flying D. <laughs> flying D. Yes, there is flying D, which is ph- phenomenal too. The wraith, the wraith uh, things fly. Wraith fighter was terrible. Fighter. I've never seen it in uh, ever since it came out. Mm. I have. Still, I've seen it played. Was it? I bet it was shit. Is that the psychic oh, one you're talking about? It was absolute yeah. shit, yeah, but it was psychic. in it. It was in a fully ended army, and it looked, you know, looked the part, and it was an absolute shit of a plane. And I look at it, and I go, man, this is a flyer worth taking. 
Yeah, it's level two as well. Yeah. It's level two. It can roll on Santic as well if you really fucking want to. Because um, why not? Just have a cleansing flare on a flyer. Um, <laughs> well, you take you take one roll on Sanctic and one roll on Telepathy. That way, there. If you get cleansing flame or vortex, it's lulls. And vortex. if you get invisibility, <laughs> it's lulls. Otherwise, you could just because you know who doesn't want to just fly around on a flyer and buff things with invisibility yeah. or you you just take psy shriek you fly around with and psy shriek things yeah and the fact that and it can it can it can shriek you and then it can hit you with two d cannons the d size on the minus minus one on the table but it's still oh no being hit by d yes yeah, so you, you're not instantly well, taken off you just they like, are heavy good aren't you like a heavy d scythe though they might not be no, all, I think I think all the the D sites were minus one on the table. Because so. they might weren't they only a, a small blast before? They might essentially be the same as uh as the <coughs> weapon platforms. Yeah, a small no, because they're they're D cannons. The, the D sites were minus one. Right. They count strength for fins and death, but they're, they're still ignoring. Well, they still do three wounds for every failed save. Yeah, yeah, three uh, wounds for every failed save. No. Hello, Hello, how are you? Oh no. So stupid. Um, and they can shoot those templates of flying monsters creatures because of that beautiful rule discrepancy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's a cute hive tyrant over there. Shriek well, and then double blast. If it fails the ground and it's dead from one blast. Oh, good God. Okay, what else have we got? It's balanced out the free flyerants. Yeah. yeah. That's one <laughs> bonus. Yeah. The Florence is like, that's like stepping outside when it's raining. That's what the Florence are. But this is like stepping outside in a fucking nuclear bomb. <laughs> I think you're riding the bomb at this point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you're an Eldar player, that is. <laughs> yeah, you're like naked reverse cowgirl all over that shit right now. Oh, I thought Love Jesse. <laughs> So what oh, else? you guys are gonna make me play Eldar now. What else? Let's go on to the Banshees, shall we? Because even they've got. We've good. done. We've done the Banshees. Uh, we, so how about Dire Avengers? Added... Yeah, let's go through the Aspect Warriors. Um, so good the Dire game. Avengers get Overwatch at Ballistic Skill Two, um, or Counterattack and Stubborn. You could take them out of the Dire Avengers Shrine, which uh, allows you once per game to uh, have all of your weapons be Assault Three instead of Assault Two. Okay. Um, you know, and this is also on a unit that auto runs six inches. I mean, I, I, I don't know if anybody's seen like a, a thing here or whatnot, but I'm pretty sure Footdar is going to be pretty yeah. damn good. Because it's not like they it's not like they need to sell wave serpents anymore. They've they've got rid of their allocation of wave serpents. They're all gone. <laughs> and they, they know they know they're not going to sell fire or fire prisms of falcons. Everybody already has them from like fourth or fifth edition, especially falcons. And Dire Avengers are fucking expensive to buy in Games Workshop. Like, yeah. like the most expensive boxes they do. So yeah, it makes sense to make them good. You can also um, make them with Skill 5 if you, if you want to do that formation instead. You can what have else have we got in here? It's the uh, thing information, which is quite funny. Dark Reapers. Wow. Uh, well, actually, James, the uh, you just take them out of Dire Avengers Shrine because it gives them plus one to Ballistic Skill as well. <laughs> oh, does it? Oh, that's nice. Yeah, so it's it's assault three, blade storming guns, which blade storm is still the same. Yeah, with auto six inch battle focus, and they have plus one ballistic skill because why not? 
pseudo rending as well, obviously. Yeah, still. with a blade storm, yeah. But, yeah, I was going to say, you're never going to see him because you don't need him. <laughs> there, look, look, look at a unit that, that is that good and you're not going to see them because you don't need them. This <laughs> is the book that we're dealing with. Well, thir 13 each, aren't they? Maybe, maybe you are. <coughs> you're never going to see them overwatch, are you? Assault unit and all what? You don't Having need them. It's just the fact you get yeah. a range, get yeah. a six inch run. That's like, like 30 inch range guns with a move six. <laughs> it's mad. <sighs> Let's yeah, go to the Dark Reapers before I kill myself. Um, Wait, you might still, Alex. <laughs> they get to reroll to hit against anything that flies, or turbo boosts, or moves flat out, and they all ignore jinx I think, saves. I think they have to. I think you have to have turboed or flatted out for them to get the reroll to hit against. So what? They're better at stuff that's moving really quickly. No, I think I think they get that against anything that either flies. Or, oh yeah, sorry. Or has turbo boosted, or has yeah. moved. Yeah, sorry. So they also get it. They also get it against skimmers, apparently. Okay, so like the skyfire rule, basically. If it's turbo, yeah. they will to hit against it. But they they went down by ten points each. Something ridiculous. But then they can now get. They can all get flak missiles as well, so they can fire against uh, flyers. So you can hit them <coughs> many strength eight. Missiles and flyers, which is really how many? Good. How many points do these missiles? I think, I think, I think that there were thirty or thirty-five with anti-air missiles, oh, and they can reroll so to hit good. against them. And if you take them in the aspect thing, they're BS five as well, so they're BS five. <laughs> yeah, but you have to be thinking in terms of what you're going to see at the uh, at the GTs and all the tournaments, and that's going to be other Eldar jet bikes. Yeah, so Dark Reapers are going to be so good against other Eldar Well, no, you're just not going to move flat out. Well, but why would you move flat out with your jet bikes yeah, anyway? Because you're going to be wanting to shoot them. Because the Dark Reapers are going to be invisible and they're going to be prescient. In a bunker. With Ignore's cover. Yeah, yeah. they've got, got slow purpose for two, so you can walk them from the server. And then, and then, you know, do they have battle focus? Yeah, yeah. I think so. So, you know, they can run too. They they, they 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 got a weird battle focus. So I think. Can you run when you have slow and purposeful? So. Oh no, no, you can't. No, I didn't think so. Maybe they just go to relentless then. Oh, and by the way, the yeah, uh, why not just buff them completely? Yeah. <laughs> by the way, the Exarch gets to fire more and more shot than normal as well. Should you so wish to take the Exarch? Do they actually? Do they come with Exarchs now automatically or not? I, I hope not. <laughs> yeah, obviously. Why not? Let's just I give them everything else. <laughs> I think you have to take them. But... Yeah, which you're not going to do. Uh, striking scorpions. Just to go back a set to the Dark Reaper Exarch, oh, I hope that wording is on his weapon, not just any. Otherwise, we're going to see some silly fortification Ma guns. Macro cannons. <laughs> 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 yeah. uh, uh, macro cannon. <laughs> fires one more shot than normal. Fire! Yeah. It's strength D, yeah, but it doesn't ignore cover, so it's fine. But this guy... Ignores cover, which is totally different. <laughs> the weapon's fine. And he fires it twice. Yeah, and he fires it twice. In your face. Uh, striking scorpions. They are now stealth, and they also get shrouded until they either fire or launch an assault. Which is... Which is bullshit, isn't it, really? When you think about it, it's like, I'm going to be in that ruin with a two-plus save, and I'm going to wait until it's opportune to come out and do something. And in the meantime, you're going to be firing at me. That's very uh, it's very narrative forging, though, isn't it? Ah, it's very narrative forging, but seeing as the rest of the story is getting your trousers pulled down and your 
arse <laughs> fiddled with. And then the striking scorpions come along and just go, oh, look. Yeah, we're fluffy. Just the rest of it is just like as not fluffy as anything could be. <clears throat> and obviously they get infiltration as well. Um... And with Karandras come on from any bordage. Yes. Yep. Uh, also, yeah. Mandiblasters are pretty cool. They get they yep. wound on a four plus regardless of the toughness. Unless um, it's obviously our, our gargantuan. Like, gargantuan creature, yeah. And then it wins no, all sixes. We don't see gargantuan creatures anymore, so it'll be fine. No, no. Yeah, totally I mean, fine. the transcendent satan is never allowed to be brought. And then they got nerfed into ground anyway, so yeah, it's not that's not going to be a problem. What do you got? Tyranid gargantuan creatures? Not even that good. Uh, yeah, let's uh, let them yeah, in. Right? Let them all in. There's a buffed one. Yeah, Karandras' Mandiblasters wounds on a 2+, and ignores all saves. Um, and a 4-plus on... Uh, Gargantuans. On Gargantuan <laughs> creatures, yeah. The, guy, the guy's got a fucking las cannon on his helmet. Basically, yeah. <laughs> Basically. Jesus Christ. <laughs> you sure it's a las cannon? You sure? Well, it must be. They're 17 <laughs> points a model, and you're not going to see those either. Um... Because you'll be spending those points on more jet bikes and farseers. Yeah. Uh, sweeping hawks. Sweeping hawks they're, are pretty cool. They um, got so good. They were all good. It's a shame. It's a shame that they invalidate their flyer, which got better. Um, if they move over a flyer, every model gets a special attack that hits on a four plus and has haywire. Um, they move 18. 18 inches, exactly. And you can't jink uh, it, I guess, can you? I don't know, but it is AP4. Yeah. So it also <laughs> kills crones and harpies fairly well. That's true. <laughs> this is on top of the fact they've still got their deep strike. If you take an Exarch, they can still deep strike in with the large blast. And they don't scatter if they've got the Exarch. Yeah, barrage, yeah. don't even need to see anybody. And then they can still, you know, run about the last blasters and... Yeah. Sky leap off and come back again, and yeah, all that good stuff that they used to do. All for 16 points a model. But and I'm surprised they, no, they can kill flies. I'm actually surprised they buffed uh, Swooping Hawks because you know everybody bought them anyway in, in 6th edition. And yeah. and so. Oh, Not so much so, in the UK. So cynical, no? So they were a lot bigger in America than over here. Oh, okay, yeah. And they're everybody still really expensive to buy as well, so... Uh... Yeah, everybody that played in America. Yeah. Everybody that played Eldar had Swooping Hawks. Everybody um, allied with Eldar had Swooping Hawks in all of 6th edition. Stupid. <laughs> so so they, they've got much better for no apparent points increase at all. No, because no, Eldar are a dying race. They need. But what's what's life. their? Uh... <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> yeah. Well, they're, they're not gonna. They're not gonna. Killers, they're not gonna they? procreate, mate, by doing it the way they're doing it. Do you know <laughs> no, what I mean? No, but you, you know what? They're, the not, lines there. they're not yeah. a dying race if they kill everything else first. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm looking at the rumors of the Warlock Conclave, which seems to be different. Um, well, we did skip uh, warp spiders. Oh, that's true. My it's bad. Too they are. Silly. They are. They are also. They needed. They needed the buff here, I think. Um, warp spiders can <laughs> move as before six plus two d six, and if it's a double one, they lose a model. But they Which can. Which is better than what they were had because they, they did it on any double. 
they can choose to jump 2d6 in the opponent's shooting phase after the warp spiders are chosen if as a target. <laughs> if you choose to shoot me, we can jump away 2d6 inches and go, ha ha, fuck you. Um, yeah, and if you get out of line of sight or range, uh, you don't get to choose anything else. Sorry, pal. <laughs> How does that work? How does that work with uh, with something like um, an Imperial Knight? It's like, okay, I'm going to shoot a heavy stubber at you. Well, I'm, I'm not a line of sight. You don't get to fire your battle cannon or anything anywhere else. <laughs> well, no, because you have to... You, uh, you declare at the you same time, don't you? Um, <clears throat> da -da -da -da. Oh, but it's balanced, though, because if you jump in the opponent's shooting phase, you can't jump in your next turn. So that's, like, you know, really fair and balanced and sensible. Yeah. Jump up so into your face, yeah. jump up into your face, kill something when you try to shoot back, jump away, and who gives a shit? <laughs> Battle focus around yeah. six inches. We've still got <laughs> save, hit and run, uh, strength six guns, all versus your initiative. So we still won't never nearly have anything on twos. It's slightly so it's probably even better, isn't it? it is Most better. things are better. Uh, yeah. Not, not against tanks. Tanks used to be strength seven, so you also should put strength six. Well, it'll be, fun. it'll be fun when they shoot... Um... Riptides, that'll be hilarious. Um, <laughs> and then 19 points a model. Do they use the initiative for instant death or not? No, the toughness I, I, is still used to calculate instant death. Right. Yeah. Um, oh, shit. Shining so, yeah. Spears? They've made they, Shining they, Spears good. Have they? <laughs> I've just... They've just... <laughs> I've refused to... If this book has actually made Shining Spears good and Banshees good, then the end of the world is definitely approaching this. Shining Spears, they get a 4-plus cover save. Regardless. If they've moved. But they're going to move, obviously. So they don't need to jink. Yeah. Unless you hit them first turn. Oh, the Lances... They don't care anyway. The Lances can shoot. I, w I wonder if they still have Skilled Rider, too. I'd imagine yeah, so. Still have skill bar. Yeah. So, so it's just a three-up cover save then. Uh, oh, that's really big. Is, is it? Worse. Do they jink on a two plus then? No, they jink on a two. Or is it not cumulative? No. Doesn't stack in any way. Well, that's something. The uh, lances can also shoot. They've got six-inch range at strength six, assault one, and they have the lance special rule. Um, which I guess is all right. AP. Um, AP doesn't say. Oh, AP three. What? AP three. So yeah. Why? Because <laughs> they want to sell some models. Um, Why did you do this? Can you make shining spears out of the um, Windrider box or or nah? Did you just paint your silver? You're talking about <laughs> tournament players, man. Of course you can. Well, and I, I'm not asking you, Mike. I, I, I Mike, Mike can make, Mike can make <laughs> yeah. anything out of any box. Yes. I think what you do is you get the sprue and just cut that into a, long, a length and stick it on the side. That's a lance. <laughs> I do not endorse any of this at all. Um, a toothpick could work. And they get plus three strength when they're charging, and they're AP three as well. So. Furious charge. Uh, I don't think so. Oh, come on, you got to make up the strength eight somehow. No. <laughs> no. no. Uh, it'll be seven anyway, Mike, because of technicality. Oh yeah, of course. <laughs> well, fuck you, Elder. Welcome to my world. <laughs> <laughs> What else have we got? Do we care about talking about the Phoenix Lords? 
Yes. Some of them might be good, I guess. Um, Asaman is 220 points. He's got a four-up invol, but that goes up to three-up if he's fighting in a challenge because Games Workshop have a hard-on for challenges. Uh, he gets 1d3 Warlord traits, which is pretty cool. He's got a plus one strength AP2 Mastercrafted Sword. Um, for each wound, take a leadership test. If failed, the model dies. I presume that's for his sword? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. It's, and and the one thing I said is it's still uh, removed from play effect, not instant death. Wow. Okay. Which is obviously yeah. very different. Um, And that sword, it's the Dire Sword, I believe can also still be purchased for um, the uh, Exarchs. For the Exarchs? The, Would it and still the irony is it's not dire at all. It's pretty fucking good. <laughs> Die if you get hit by it. Um, Jane Zar, 200 points. When fighting in a challenge... Good God, that fucking sentence. Uh, Jane Zar chooses a weapon of their opponent. You may not use that weapon. Um, so that's kind of like a... Yes, I can't disarm. wait to use that. So, right, Jane Zar's going to challenge again. I'm going to accept with a cyber wolf. I can't use my teeth. <laughs> <laughs> Canine dentistry, and the and the terrible terrible drawback for that is Jane Zars at minus one attack. Um. <laughs> but that could be really good if you know if, if there's a, uh, a an imperial knight, you know the uh, the warlord one. That aren't they characters? Can't they do challenges? Um. No, you can't use your D weapon. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, yes. I'll they disarm your feet. Yeah, you the can't. warlord one. You can't, yeah. uh, you can't stomp. Challenge the warlord. Oh, crap. I guess I'll just step <laughs> on you with my strength tendon and then stomp. Um, enemy models uh, within six inches get minus five to their weapon skill, which is... Wow. Yeah, that's, that's pretty good. That's huge. And she's got an AP2 shred weapon as well. Well, just in case she's, she is. She's, <laughs> she is. she's uh, what I would like to call good. Somewhat. Um, obviously stick her in a nice unit of uh, Banshees on foot. <laughs> Why not? Because Banshees are good now. It's amazing. I don't think we did go through Banshees, you know. We did, we did. We did. We really did. We mentioned Banshees being able to run, but like, that's what we meant. Oh, all right. Let me just go back just in case. <laughs> just to just to, just to believe, that, you know, like just people that might not actually believe that they're good. Um, they always get plus three inches when running or assaulting. Um, ladies who get plus three inches, you've got to love it. Three. <laughs> your missus, your missus knows all about getting three inches. I was going to love my nuts. That was the only reason I wanted to go back so you can make bets. Thanks, James. Don't hold back on your judgment. Um, they ignore the initiative penalties when assaulting through difficult terrain, so as if they had assault uh, grenades. Um, they cause fear. <laughs> um, and when they charge, no overwatch is allowed. Because that magic mask. <laughs> one one unit of ten. So what you're telling me is one unit of ten howling banshees with Jane's are spreads out and multi assaults an entire tail army and just wins. Basically. No, no, no. no. One one unit of howling banshees overwatch the D Psy flamer dudes, and then everything else charges in. And wins. Yeah. <laughs> you can't overwatch. Now you're locked in combat. Now you can't overwatch at all. Yay! It's all, it's all it's all about the Eldar on Eldar tricks, you know. You exactly, know, that's the meta now. Dead. We're we're Everyone ahead of the curve. <laughs> well, in the states, there's still a ton of people that are like they're 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 bringing their towel and they're throwing their towel against the wall. And they're like, this is gonna work. These guys were so broken. They're still good. I feel it. Can I say one thing, Jesse? 
What's you know that? the Tau book's going to get redone now, right? Oh, I know. It's going to be Eldar Tau all over again? Yeah. No, so, it's not. They're going to be garbage. They're not. They're not. They're going to get 16 shots per model and all hitting on twos. And Listen, for a five-point upgrade, they ignore cover. That's what's going to happen. I'm, I'm just waiting for, for Centurions to become gargantuan monstrous creatures <laughs> that, all, that shoot 5D shots a turn that wound on... that, that Or it's an auto six on a wound of a two plus with a reroll. The sad thing is, Graves and Chins are going to get nerfed in the new book. Because <laughs> they've already sold them all, exactly. Yeah, they're going to break them in line with the 30k stuff, aren't they? Well, the 30k stuff's horrible. Yeah, it's like forced. It's, isn't it? it's like yeah, it... gravity. Gravity 10,000 years ago <laughs> it was a little bit, <laughs> a little bit more forgiving. <laughs> is it? Isn't the uh, gravitron weapons in uh, in 30k like AP4 as well? Yeah, they're, they're yeah, shit. the graviton guns are dog shit. I don't know. I, it's like the only example of technology that's improved since um, the Heresy era. I think. I remember when the they the when game. they dropped the rumors about the gravity weapons. Everybody looked at the the, the Horus Heresy ones and went, "Man, these guns are going to be shit." And how wrong were we? <laughs> <clears throat> um, I want to talk about stuff that's not going to get taken, but is still a lot better again. Um, well, the <laughs> well the 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 vehicles yeah let's go to the vehicles so you can now take the gun platforms in squadrons of up to three which is pretty cool um, and they get bonuses if you do so uh, obviously we mentioned earlier the deep striking falcons um right guard yeah so yeah, deliver wraith guard the falcons if you have to take three um if you want to deep strike them um, the first one doesn't scatter. And they have whole school hollow fields. And uh, the others are placed within four inches, which is pretty cool. But do they have old school hollow fields and crystal targeting matrix? Um, um, hollow fields are five plus plus now. Yep. Uh, for 15 points. I can't see anything about crystal targeting matrixes. It's the one that lets you uh, flat out and shoot. Still there, no, I've just seen it. I can't see any rumours about it, that's all. It's ridiculously expensive. It's still twenty five it's still the twenty five points as it was. It's it's only useful on the um spinners. Um so night spinners, if you take a squadron of night spinners, they get plus one strength for each of those. You take a squadron of night spinners. Then. Yes, yes, you can take up to three night spinners. Yeah, so, so, so if you take three, they're all um I don't know if it's plus one strength for each additional so they're either plus three strength or plus two strength, um, the night spinners. Wow. Which I is pretty cool when they've got barrage. Yeah, the yep. thing is that that's strength eight versus your initiative as well. So everything's going to win on twos. <coughs> Basically. Yeah, problem, so. Yeah. That is ridiculous. So Even they're pretty the good. serpents aren't bad anymore. No. They they get they're just two, not lol broken, are they? They get two turns of shield in one go, pretty much. But then lose it after that. So yeah, not too bad. Well, it, it went down to twenty-four inch range, two d six shots, and they uh, still ignore cover. Only... Yeah, um, they're one hundred and ten points, so they're still you good. But you don't actually need to be in vehicles anymore. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, fire prisms. Fire prisms for each additional fire prism firing, you get plus one strength and minus one AP. Um. Go, go, AP2 Large Blast? Yes, basically. 
Yeah, that's like the friendly <laughs> side of Eldar, isn't it? It's like, yeah, large blast, AP two. Yeah, it's all right. We can we can cope with that. <laughs> oh, you mean I get what? to I get to take some invulnerable saves? Oh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> novelty. You're going to allow me to roll some dice? Oh, I failed them anyway, but all right. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm so demoralised. I just rolled one anyway. <laughs> 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 Fuck this game. They're like the troll units. It's like it it it, it gives you the 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 illusion of of a chance of. Of actually succeeding. Um, buh, 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 buh. Ten point upgrade allows you to ignore stun and shaken with yes. four plus and two plus. I don't know what this means. The, uh, so on a four plus you ignore stun, on a two plus you ignore shaken. Okay. So they, get, they get living metal. Basically. Yes. So this, I tell you what, you know, this everyone was moan, everyone was moaning about everything move, moving away from their codex, like all the special rules, all the cool rules are gone missing from all the new stuff. We found out where they've all gone. <laughs> they've, they've all found a new home in the Elder. It's like the it's like the refugee camp of special rules. Um, move move through cover. That's the Ghost Walk Matrix, right? I That's reckon, ten I points. Vect in here as well. <laughs> he's a secret. He's a secret Easter egg data slate at the back. Um, when you you know like the fold out um, page that you used to get in the codexes with the. It's um, just back. He's in there. Like... Where's Vect? Is that a Where's Wally? <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, there he is. Like instead instead of the naked slave girls on his uh, his ship, he's just got loads of uh, people wearing red and white stripes. Banshees. They're just how batches. Yeah. Um, the ladies love the free inch move. <laughs> <laughs> you should talk about vipers since you got to take one. Like, yeah. Oh, um. All business, James. The moving, the moving, the moving flat out. Was that always once James per game? James doesn't like having James. fun. James. The the firing a single weapon at full BS when moving flat out was that always once per game? Yes. Okay. All right. Cool. So that's still there and the same. Uh, where are the vipers? Let me have a look. There are forty points a model, I believe. Squadrons of one to six. Yeah, there we go. That's literally all it says. Yeah, you're you're paying a forty point tax to be overpowered. What do they come with? <laughs> they come with a cannon. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure they come with a cannon. Cannon and a catapult. Can you upgrade them to have scatter lasers? I'm sure you can. It's probably yeah. a free upgrade for them. Yeah. <laughs> you, can have one, point. you can have one scatter laser and one cannon. Yeah. Swap that out real quick for another scatter <laughs> you laser. Think you just downgrade it to a jet bike. That's what you're <laughs> <laughs> can, I, can, I, can I pay minus 13 points? And, uh... <laughs> yeah, can can I spots. trade this for two is, jet get, bikes? When You can upgrade the catapult to a cannon. And it's 50 points for two cannons, which is... You know, not terrible because no. the formation gives you shred or preferred enemy if you're in the guardian one. Okay. Um, so they're not horrible because it gives you shred as well. Jesus. Christ. Yeah. If they, once, if they, once per game, you get shred. Yeah. Uh, okay. Once per game. Fair or enough. you get preferred enemy if you're in a guardian or host. Walkers are sixty points per model. Um, they're exactly the same as they were. Sounds about yeah. right. Still got the five plus. They were God, good I anyway. want the walkers to be so good, and they're just—they're just, they're just they so. Good. They are good. 
Yeah, but no, no, they're not Eldar good. That's a problem. They're good. <laughs> put them in any <laughs> other army. Put them in the Imperial Guard Codex. You take them all the time. Yeah, you um, put them in any army, and you're going to see them played. And you put them in the Eldar army, you go, how much these, these not, guys from These are not jet bikes. That was the old Eldar army, and now look at it. Crimson Hunter's gone down to 140 points. That's about 140 points too much. Um, I should have gave them D. <laughs> they can just take the stork guns. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> Twice. <laughs> Two of them. They're twin linked as well. <laughs> Did we talk about Morgan Rob when we were talking about the Phoenix Lords? No. no we, we actually kind of only diverted. covered uh, James R. And Esserman, yeah. Carandrus, as we said, when arriving from reserves, can choose any board edge he wants because he is a boss like that. Uh, his Mandiblaster ignores all saves. He is 200 points. More than that, I do not know. He'll have his usual power fist and all the shit. Yeah, his initiative well, yeah, power, power fist. claw, wasn't it? A little, little yeah. snippy crab-like. I think one thing that'll be interesting is this, these guys all get warlord traits, and I'll be interested to see which ones they get. Fixed ones, yeah. Because they'll have fixed ones normally. Yeah. So. And the warlord traits could be quite good if they could actually pick the one you want. Uh, Fuegan, the Burning Lance, gets plus one strength and plus one attack for each wound he's lost for 220 points. He's actually <laughs> kind of miserable. Does he still get um, smash and all that crap? I would presume he must do. I do like his name, though. That's quite apt for Fire Dragons. Yeah. The Burning Lance is going to be the Burning Ad Lance. Burning Lance, <laughs> I was like, he's no! mate, Scott. <laughs> no, you have to have a lance for that. <laughs> Oh, God. Baharoth, when he deep strikes, all units within six inches are treated as if hit by a weapon with the blind special rule. Moving on. He used to have yeah. that. Uh, exactly. He, he went down like 25 points. Yeah, he's 170 points. So if you want to get hit and run into your unit of uh, Farseers on jet bikes, then... And, and fearless. <laughs> uh, as far as I read, all the Phoenix Lords are still yeah. fearless. Yeah. Wow. And... To note, they took Fearless off of Shard of Inara. So, there you go. There's your Fearless. Answer. There's your Fearless and Hit and Run. So, if you want to run um, if you want to run a Seer Council on jet bikes, then you'll need Baharoth in there. Uh, let's get to Morgan Ra, then. He can fire his gun twice per turn. So, that's eight Strength 6 rending shots. Um, he can also fire this, his gun, the Morgatar, with an alternative profile. Assault 1, Strength 1, Poison 2+. Plus. If one model dies, put a 5-inch marker. All models under the template get a strength 5 AP4 hit, which is pretty cool. Um, it's the 5-inch, is it? Yeah, you get the 5-inch on that. I'm pretty what? sure he'll have the Warlord trait split fire, because that's what he used to have. Yeah. yeah. And he still is there, so that would make sense. If you uh, is there a list of the Warlord traits here? Let's have a look. Is it here? I can't see a list of Warlord traits. Oh, wait, there it is. If he can can split off and hit people with eight shots. Yeah. So the Warlord traits are um, any unit within a 12-inch bubble once per game may reroll ones to wound. That's what Karandras used to have. I assume it's probably the same. Um, The second one is 1d3 units get the scout special rule, which is pretty damn good. The third one is Warlord and his unit run an extra... Three inches, so that's the one that James R had. Well, that's the one that, yeah, and uh, Baroth also has that one. Okay. 
He used to have plus one inch to his run, so he suddenly gained an extra couple of inches. Which is <laughs> he obviously got that email about the blue pills from... Uh... <laughs> exactly. He's been looking at the same websites I have, but he's clicked the banner ads. <laughs> uh, the fourth one is Warlord re-rolls all ones when saving. That's pretty useful. Is that till he fails or just in general? No, it says nothing about till he fails. That, that used to be in the old book as well. This is all, these are all the same. Just no one ever rolled in this. So this is basically the Eldar Greatest Hits <laughs> compilation album. Uh, Warlord has the divide fire, or I presume split fire is what they actually meant in English, special rule. And the last one is friendly units do not scatter if they deep strike within 12 inches from the Warlord. But you're only ever going to deep strike swooping hawks and falcons and they don't scatter anyway. So who gives a shit? Get the web wide portals adding in. Oh, that's a Don't point. Exactly. So, who cares about that? Rolling a six is a bad thing. Is there anything else we haven't covered? Spirit Seers. They don't make Wraithguard troops anymore. They're exactly the same apart from that. Um, Warlocks. Um, the Warlock Council is kind of crap. The Warlock Conclave it works as a single psyker, um, dependent on how many there are. So, if there's one to three, it's a level one. There's four to six, it's a level two, and if there's seven plus, it's a level three. They can choose either Santic or Battle Runes. Conclave is 35 points for model, 15 point upgrade to get a jet bike. Let's go through the psychic powers, because there's little bits of rumours here on that as well. Uh, so the Battle Runes, which is the Warlock powers. Um, Pretty much the same. Basically. No change at all. Yeah, it looks like it. Um, they've still got two profiles. I think you'll only so, yeah. see these if you if you want to make that big stupid Death Star with like yeah. every single plus one to the armor. So although it's difficult to do that because obviously you're not getting tons and tons and tons of warlock powers now. Um, yeah, you only but if, get... you, if you take like three or four farces, you get fortune, visibility. Yeah, you, only, you want you want the plus one to the armor save. Um, yeah, or the or the minus one as well, you know. Well, yeah, and when you take and when you take a large number of them, though, you're I mean, you're still mastery level three brother of the psyker, so you can still cast three powers. Yeah. So and they get shrouded. Get they get the shrouded as the um. They get the shrouded as the primaris as well. Yeah, so, so, yeah. so you have your top cover rollable. You can still go on uh, Santix, get hammer hand if you want to kill tanks and things, or sanctuary. If you want to sanctuary, get yeah, things. which is pretty useful. Yeah. It's still a good, it's alright, you know, it's not as good as it was. So. Can you cast, can you, oh, you can't stack that, sorry. Okay, blah, blah, blah. You don't the, know anything about Eldrad either, he went down, he, but he's gone down points. Yeah, I was going to go through the the rest of the special characters in a sec, but there's not a lot of information there, is there? Sixth yeah. edition, he was dead. Seventh I think, edition, I think basically, um, the Eye of Terror mini campaign thing never happened. It never they happened, basically yeah. removed it, because I think they're gearing up to do that all over again. Um, yeah, they're gonna, gonna end, they're gonna gonna end times us. Sorry, yeah, they died. Yeah, that's right. He got he he, he jumped into the middle of a, a blackstone fortress. One of the two that they have. Yeah. Uh, Illich always has precision shots. He doesn't get the D though. Give him his full name, Alex. Come on. I don't know what his full name is. Nightspear. Illich Nightspear. Yeah. Uh, he always gets precision shots, and if he joins a unit of rangers, all of the models in the unit get precision shots as well, all the time. And the rangers get shrouded as well. I don't know what that means. But yeah. Still never going to see him. Never going to see him. 
I remember Rangers being everywhere, and now we don't even mention them because of jet bikes. <laughs> yeah, but they used to they used a precision hit on like a one, and then rend on like a four or something ridiculous. Didn't they? All right, we've yeah. been talking for an hour now. Can we talk about wraith lord, uh, wraith knights now, please? You can't admit it. Right. Let's just wait a little down long. Twenty, and then they can their formations. Bad. They get they get to, uh, to re-roll the jink saves. So they get a four up jink basic without even jinking at all. They get four up cover save, yeah. Without. Hunters, not Rafe Knights, yeah. 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 There you go. yeah. <laughs> and they get preferred enemy against anything that flies as well. They're they're pretty good for one forty. They'll they'll hit pretty hard. And three of them are. You'd have to build armor around them, but three of them are going to do quite well against because uh, they have they have vector dancers or the. Mm. Have a go at um, Florence, should you need to. But so will like sixty scatter laser shots. So um, yeah, let's talk about let's talk about wraith knights, please. So, as Adam said, Eldar no longer have the best monster creature in the game. They do not. They now have the Fuck best you, <laughs> gargantuan creature in the game. Um, so let's talk a little bit about what that means for the people that have never played against gargantuan creatures because they have been banned in their area. <laughs> if this is, if this is have a look at your army and then take it off, then you're doing it wrong. <laughs> so James, let us know what, what happens. They, uh, they get loads of special rules for free. Yeah. So oh, and they, they still jump as well. So uh... Yeah, they still have the jump stuff. They... They get. I guess the main thing is they get feel no pain basic. Yeah, five up, feel no yeah. pain as well. Because um, you're toughness eight, you're not going to get only instant death is going to remove it or do mm -hmm. weapons. So yeah, they get all the usual shit that, that they have. They get strike down. I don't know. That's you never use that because whoever you hit is going to die. Um, <laughs> you get. You can split your fire with your two guns. Which is quite cool. You can fire D weapons at each different targets. Why not? Finds one. And of course, they get fucking stomp. Just, just adds to the fun of fighting a wraith knight. It really shouldn't be a stomp when it's a wraith knight. Should it? it should be more graceful than stomp. Just oh, sorry. They, also, they, they can't Overwatch. Oh. Well. Oh no. I think from reading this, then it basically. They also run six inches every turn. <laughs> it yeah. basically, I, th I think that they can fire four weapons as well. Yeah, it's not clear because it says that they follow the rules for monstrous creatures still. Mm. So monstrous creatures can only fire two. So it's kind of like where does, does it say that permission under monstrous creatures? No, where does it say that they follow the rules for monstrous creatures? It says right at the top. Gargantuan okay. creatures are monstrous. Are monstrous creatures, but then. Subsequently, after that, it says it may fire each of its weapons at a different target if desired. So yeah, because it'd be good because you get twenty points scatter lasers on them. So yeah, that'd, that'd be really nice. But I don't know. If, I don't know what they're allowed to do that or not. Be interesting because they yeah, need they need they need something, don't they? To be honest with you, because yeah, yeah. this is for no point in <laughs> Yeah, well, they went up for uh, what fifty points? Oh, stupid. They're um, two ninety five now. They also you can't instant death them anymore. No. Nope. Wounds instead, which is really good because obviously instant death was a big deal for them. Uh, they also only wounded by sixes on snipers and by poison, so mm -hmm. you can't. Wow. Yeah. They're also now immune to stomp. Yeah, they can't stop yeah. themselves, which is really good. Uh, um, I have stomped more than my fair share of of wraith knights out. Yeah. 
just like the, the things that used to need, deal with them was the big tar pit or poison or instant death or sniper. And, now they, and they now are immune to all of that. Yeah, they just went fuck mm-hmm. you. So I'm going back to shooting them with grav weapons. Cool. Yeah, grav, grav fucks them over still. But yeah. they've got feel no pain though, so. They do. But if grav, if centurions shoot them, they're going to die. Yeah. Well, I mean, it depends. So centurions aren't, <laughs> centurions over in the States are real big coming out of like three men's out of drop pods. Mm. They don't usually have uh, perfect timing, but even if they do, I mean, well, you just, you, you, you're playing Eldar. You bring more dice than anybody right now, other than maybe demons. But I mean, well, they still only need to. Saying. They still only need to keep their toe in. Um, exactly, yeah. keep their toe well. in terrain. They got the three up, or they got a four up, five up. With it's fortune. like a three man. Yeah, yeah, with fortune. <laughs> One, one's invisible. Two other ones are fortune. <laughs> um, let's let's in You can get. You have your two D shots, all, and you can change it for free for this. The sword and shield, or the shield and sun cannon. So we don't know specifically about the sword. We know the sword's strength D, but we don't know whether it definitely strikes an initiative one. In the White Dwarf battle report, it strikes simultaneously with the Bloodthirster that always strikes initiative one, but we know better than to take anything in a White Dwarf battle report as being accurate. Yeah. If, if I was, the, the demon player was smiling during that game as well, which obviously <laughs> is, is not. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> he was having fun. They were yeah. cheating. But remember, this is the same company who writes rules and then does a white door battle report, and Ezekiel turns into a bloodthirster and then charges. Yay. I mean, if I had to guess, I, I think you'd strike an initiative. But I, there's also a Toxiquin that was going at the same time, so maybe, maybe it is. Who knows? <sighs> Who knows? Who knows yeah. indeed? Maybe they made it up just to. Yeah. Yeah, let's see what happens if they strike together. Yeah. But if you. The Sword and Shield's not. Probably won't see it, but it's double five up, basically. Five and vulnerable and five up when they're painting makes them really mm-hmm. hard to kill. Oh, and toughness eight. And toughness eight. And, he can, wow. and his, his sword's D, so he can kill tough things. Well, that's the thing. If it, if it swings at initiative, then it makes them better at killing, like, knights as well, but. They they can shoot knights to fucking bits anyway. They so. kill knights without the D because yeah. strength ten. Strength ten needs to five, the aren't they? Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And they can't be stomped as well. So well, yes, they will. You need to go first because the knight will kill you in combat if it if it hits you. Yeah. Most of the time. But <sighs> at the end of the day, at the end of the day, you know what? Imperial knights were overpowered, so they needed to nerf them by making wraith knights. By making something even more They're powered. Overpowered. Powerful and than those. Wraithguard D and D Scythe D and Hemlock D. So much and D. D Cannon D. D, D like these gangbangs are stupid. The 36 D. inch range on the thing. It's unbelievable. Yeah. And it, it's really easy to overlook the difference in the power step between strength 10 and strength D. Like, it's. It is so, significant. It's a lot more significant than it sounds. Yeah, cancelling feel no pain, cancelling reanimation, not even to, you're just you know, you're rolling a dice, two up you're fucking killing a land raider. well most of the time you're doing damage to a land raider or any sort of tank, you don't care what it is really. Yeah, the funny thing is it's still a pen killer. too, so you could you could yeah. still roll you could still blow it up with a pen result. Yeah, yeah, and you can on oh, six, uh you just basically kill anything. So and it just makes men just like, you know, multiple wounds are just gone, aren't they? Yeah, I, so I was playing a game with uh, against the Franza yesterday, actually, and the 
the game only lasted 20 minutes because they killed his Death Star and, and with stomps. But besides the point, I was terrified of the one Wraith Knight across the table because all he had to do was roll six and pop a, a Titan. You know, and I shot back at him and I didn't do anything. Yep. It's just one of them. I, I think about three of these guys sitting across the table as an Imperial Knight playing. I'm like, well, I have to charge him, which means I'm probably going to charge him in cover and this isn't going to go good for me. Yeah, basically. yeah. I was playing three yesterday, and it was like the normally you just you'd, I'm playing with my lances. Normally you'd, you'd lose a squad or get damage, but you'd at least do you'd probably kill them. But with this stomps, they do extra damage to the t to the things because they're just chipping away at with the uh, doing extra hole points all the time with their stupid stomps. And mm -hmm. then the feel no pain just saves the odd wound, wound here and there. It just swings the the damage yeah, output. Just... Really hard to kill. Mm. Yeah, the toughness as, and stomps, yeah, it's terrible. As a big as a big dumb idiot, it puts out it has the it has the highest damage output of any big dumb idiot and it's it's crazy. Yeah. It's its damage output is off the charts. For the points as well. It's yeah, the, point. exactly. added the points are points. so good. It's seventy five points cheaper than a Melton Knight and it beats it up and forces like it yeah. forces an Imperial Knight In into way. a terrible position. The thing about it, if you if you can take th three if you can take scatterlasers and actually fire them, three of them are a thousand points, and you get six scatterlasers, six D cannons. They're all probably guided or prescienced, and they're just gonna kick the shit out of everything. That like, you can't really yeah. get into combat with either. Um, yeah, because they stomp the fuck out of you. It doesn't it's... two units to ten guardians and as many farseers, and then that's it. And that's basically what we're seeing. I mean, I don't want to get too much into lists building and that sort of stuff um obviously it's, it's hard to avoid because there's so many wonderful toys here and we are actually we are going to come back and revisit this when we have the codex in our hands so you will hear a full codex review next weekend um pray to god we're all wrong this is <laughs> I, 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 I hope this is the greatest time <laughs> i pray because i've been playing games with all these rules because it's real easy to actually make an army list and play games with this uh right now and it's just it's retarded. It's so strong. It is ridiculously strong. Yeah. yeah. It's like, Tournaments are going to be fun. How? How does this get play tested? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how much. Uh, I don't know how, how much you Brits now? love the D, but over here in America, we're real homophobic. So <laughs> they're already talking about all the distort weapons are going back to sixth edition distort. You know, oh, there's one fun. or two things. Because ITC, um, so Reese's big format, the ITC, yeah. uh, which is LVO and everything, range D is just banned for that, period. So one of two things happens. It's either you, you go back to 6th edition or in the largest format here in the States, it's just completely illegal. Everything Wraith. I yeah. want to put a vote out, you know, if... if... If the ITC, you know, if they did a vote on melter guns, can we take away the extra D6? I want to see if they um, would make it through. Do you reckon they would? Uh, yeah, yeah, because there would because there would be two there would be two other options to split the vote, and the only one that would come out winner would be take away the D6. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I know at Nova they they've banned wraith knights. Well, they banned gargantuan creatures. That'll probably be wraith knights. Yeah. Well, yeah, well I know all of those are getting looked at though, aren't they? They're they're all, and that's the thing. That's why Games Workshop are very clever, um, in a way, you know, in their own strange way. Because, all right, they came out with Unbound. No one was touching it with a shitty stick. 
so how else can we do this okay well we'll bring out these new types of formations where you can basically take whatever you want anyway you just have to pay a tax which is even better for us because it means you have to buy models you don't want to use brilliant <laughs> winning um you know oh you don't want to use our rules for super heavy vehicles okay well we'll bring out imperial knights that everyone wants yeah. to use now you're going to have to yeah. use you know yeah, we'll slip it in just, just as a little little side stat you know that vipers are sold out right now <laughs> <laughs> how many individual orders single yeah. vipers single one viper has been ordered by every eldar player in the world um and yeah obviously this is a way of getting gargantuan creatures and d weapons and all kinds of crazy shit um just being used because it's very easy to you know take stuff out of the game when it's not part of the core rules you know it's not when it's not mm. part of a main codex when it's not part of the main rule book you know when the stronghold assault stuff was coming out everyone sort of kind of ignored that when all the lords of war were in uh, escalation kind of got ignored but now it's sort of been assimilated into the main thing it's really really difficult to say okay well you know transcendent Catan, they're fucking horrible they break the game they're up you know it's not fun for anybody yeah we're just going to ban all of them now, I really think you're going to have to see TOs getting their hands dirty and just diving in and, and picking very specific things to ban. Like, I think we're going to see... This I think like with <laughs> <laughs> Well, I, I'm going to start a petition. I'm going to start a petition to change the name of the ETC to the Eldar Team Championship. Um, <laughs> Be, it's it's going to be the only time you can enjoy 40k when like you've got like a one in eight chance of not playing Eldar. <laughs> <laughs> that's the, so that's going to be the only tournament in the world, exactly. Two teams, like you have, you have two guys with. Uh, oh, Matt, Matt didn't tell you they already voted. There's no restrictions. Everybody can bring Eldar to, to the team. <laughs> that's brilliant. Yeah. It's going to be a team of eight Eldar. Have fun. <laughs> Every round, your champion is just going to be the Eldar guy, and you'll just have the Eldar players in a corner. Like in their own sort yeah. of with barbed wire fences and machine gun emplacements to keep them in, and they're just going to have to play against each other for the whole weekend, and that's going to be easy. No, but I can see, you know, that's probably their logic. Like we're going to make you guys use this shit whether you like it or not, and if we want to sort of keep some of that stuff out, you're going to have to start picking individual things for a ban list. You know, and that's what happens yeah. in Magic: The Gathering. It happens in Pokemon. It happens in those other sort of competitive event endeavors where it they happens have. Happens in fantasy. Yeah, they have a very specific ban list. It's not just a blanket ban of everything over four hundred points. That's a super heavy vehicle, or everything that's a guy, or anything like that. You know, so. God, when you when you have a listen to that Demon King episode that we've just done, <laughs> and you have a look at the Eldar. It's like these have just come out, and they're like months apart. Well, it's funny because I. I Obviously, after this, these guys are going to be listening to our Skitari review, which we felt was really positive and upbeat. <laughs> you know, all the, yeah, exactly. Everything that comes after this point now is null and void. Skitari, you fuck. This is day zero. You see, you see <laughs> next. There's a new. It's not zero one zero one. It's guys, zero, one, zero. Fuck you. That's what it's going to be. Next Saturday <laughs> is. Do you guys remember how, how much fun was. the Skitari review was? We were talking about Skitari. We were joking about scatter lasers and how much worse it got over the course of a. Week. I know. <laughs> it was like okay, scatter lasers is gonna be kind of ridiculous, but yeah. oh my god, what is wrong with these people? Exactly. It, it started out as Adam being really negative. Oh no, the the Eldar are gonna be really bad. The Eldar are gonna be really bad. And then it was like, come on, Adam, it's gonna be fine. It's gonna be fine. And then slowly, everyone's turned. You're gonna to have Adam. to actually use. You're gonna have to actually use a bit of. Yeah, no, no, why, no. Why don't we do a, what we would have liked to have happened? 
Oh, let's do that next week because this is we're 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 on like an hour and twenty minutes now, and we've got the skitari, and I like having these nice bite-sized episodes. Let's do it next week when we actually have the book. We've read the book, and then we can actually say it's actually, it's actually and it's a giant terrible. Troll, and Grey Knights, are, they're worse than Grey Knights, and they'll yeah. be all like it's the for the new orcs. It's a Bobby <laughs> Bird style. God. That's what it's going to be. If anyone still remembers Dallas references. Bobby oh, Ewing wakes up in the shower. And it, it was all a dream. dream. <laughs> uh, I'm too young to remember that. Sorry, Mike. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure I'm too young to remember it too. Oh, come on, Jesse. It's American. Yeah, it doesn't, doesn't mean I watched it. I don't watch a lot uh, of bad American things. I don't watch Scandal. I don't watch any reality TV. <laughs> it oh, reality out? TV. Keep up with the Kardashians, uh, mate. That's what it's about. Uh, yeah, you watch that, Jess. Tell the truth. You watch the Kardashian show. In your, yeah, he, he just superimposed his own head onto Kim Kardashian. Just like... <laughs> exactly. So that's, basically, that's basically Jesse walking around there. Like, oh, I look good in that picture. <laughs> Jesse, do you have a picture of that in your front room? But your parents are proud. I... <laughs> no, my parents are <laughs> not proud parents, of that picture. Have your parents seen it yet? I'd love to know they, if your parents have seen it. Yet. They have seen like, it. Get out of my basement, Jesse. <laughs> You're fired. Go make something of your life. Uh, it was funny when your uh, sister was abusing you the other day. Uh, my sister abuses me all the time. But it's okay because well, she cooks me food. So, you know, she keeps my belly full and so I take her abuse. Issue, she's, yeah, she's, 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 she's to live the lifestyle that you choose. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right, that's enough Eldar for this week. We'll be back with more Eldar next week. Um, please enjoy our... Skitari review, which is completely irrelevant now. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening. Got you guys. <laughs> so we are getting into another codex review, another supplemental codex. They're coming thick and fast at the moment. Um, and today we are going through the codex Adeptus Mechanicus Skitari Skittles Taste the Rainbow book. Um, which is very exciting because we've been waiting for Admech to appear for a long while and they're here now. Joined um, this evening, I am by... Uh, that was very Yoda-ish, wasn't it? Joined <laughs> yeah. this evening, I am by... Uh, Mike Collins, hello. Hello, how are we all? Matt Robertson. Evening. James Ramsey. Scatter laser. I mean, hello, sorry. And <laughs> a large, naked, super glued Jesse Newton. Hello. I'm actually a Wraith Knight now. Are you? Yes. I am a gargantuan creature. Oh, Nobody needs that image in their head. <laughs> you're, more, you're certainly more squigoth than, than the Wraith Knight. <laughs> so, who's actually had a chance to look at this codex yet, to be honest? Yes. Seven. Yeah. Mike, I know I've you haven't. Played a few games. No, I, I am. I am. I am. I haven't looked at it very well. James, I know, has uh, looked at it already and played games, as you said. Uh, Jesse, have you actually looked through this book yeah. yet? Um, I have looked through basically what James has told me to look through <laughs> and uh, what I thought was interesting. So I've I've been through it. I haven't absorbed the codex, but I I'm not coming in blind like uh, some people. So, yeah, <laughs> I know what James blindly. has told me. Yeah, I do like coming in blind. It's always a good surprise. So, w- this is very, very different from uh, our previous uh, codex 
analysis of the Demon King book, which is basically full of uh, copy and pasted units that we've already seen from other sources. This is all new shit. Yeah. Exciting new stuff. And there is a ton of new models. And yeah, it's pretty cool. It's a smaller book, though. It's only how many pages? We've got 80 pages. So it's not that big. How many pages count? Uh, about 12. I think all this. I don't know if anybody else found this, but when you when you read this book, like every single equipment or unit or whatever is completely new as well. Like all the guns and everything, so it's like new trying rules, to learn all these new w- words. Yeah, it's really like whoa, everything's yeah. everything is. And tons and tons. It's 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 like the Tau Codex was when it first came out. It's just yeah. Codex. It's just Codex special rules. I like everything has a special. Yeah, rule. it makes you like. Like when you look at the the weapons and all like the rules, you're like, holy shit, so much to look at and try and, yeah, and remember what each own, does. They've all got their own um, the various different rules that interact with each other as well. So the, 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 there's army-wide special rules, there's specific unit rules, and sort of weird special rules like Luminogen and what else have we got in here? Galvanic, I think. Cognis. Yeah. I like the man nipple. Rad poisoning. The man nipples. <laughs> Are you in a private private conversation with Jesse again? The the, the battle man nipples. The battle man nipples. Um, Taser, that's a new one as well, isn't it? Taser, that's a new one. Don't tase me, bro. (laughs) Sonic, dissonance, all this. There's a lot of stuff in here. Um, So, yeah. It's it's a standalone book. It counts as being Imperial as well. Sorry. Go ahead. I was no, no. Carry on. I'm just going to make a childish joke about five minutes late. I'm tremendously <laughs> surprised by this. <laughs> I just want to know what the prehensile data spike is all about. <laughs> That's pretty nice. That's quite oh, cool. Oh, you know what it's about. <laughs> I do. I love how I'm James giving. I'm giving Matt one right answer. now. <laughs> yeah, James. Like, That's what that's Yeah, it's actually like, really this good. Guy's got his, yeah, this robot's got his wanger hanging out. Okay, so first, <laughs> first, first thing I notice uh, in their force organisation is they have no HQs whatsoever. Anywhere in this book, there are no HQs at all. Um, so that kind of gives the implication that this will be part of a larger book at some point in the future, much like the Tempesta Scions were part of the. Uh, Astra Militarum, as they were renamed. Um, it does sort of give you the, the idea that there will be an Adeptus Mechanicus book in full in the future. I don't know, though. I'm kind of I'm kind of worried because uh, Militarum Tempestus came out a week before Astra yeah. Militarum yeah. and not another major codex release or a bunch that are rumored to be coming out instead. So I, I don't know. Maybe Skitari is it and they're going to leave Mechanicum to actually just Forge World. That, that is a possibility. However... Um, as a counter to that I would say that there's a huge number of kits that's been released like a, a lot more than you'd normally see in a release because obviously it's an entirely new faction so you've got two infantry kits a walk, and two walker kits um, so for them to get out that many models sort of in quick succession would probably not make great business sense for them um, so they're probably just putting this out in advance whereas with the Astra Militarum there wasn't a tremendous amount of of new models obviously the Tempesta Science models were all new um, but I think that was pretty much just one that was one kit wasn't it two kits you had the vehicle sure. as well didn't you yeah the 18 truck so, so can I ask a question 
Is anybody else disappointed with about this guitar that didn't end up like the uh, Battle Robots from uh, Warhammer 30K? Because I was. Oh, in terms of you know getting models like the what are they the is yeah. it Thanatos or what are they called? Yeah, I wanted this guitar to just basically be a bunch of Battle Robots. I think yeah, in that, the in, I think in, in the in the in the canon those their sort of battle robots are outlawed now, aren't they? In in forty k, well, they are. But there's a there's Legi, Legion Legio Cybernetica or something, yes. which are like a they're like a controlled version of them. Mm. They're all kept separate from everything else, so that you would suspect if they were going to have them, they would have been a separate book. But maybe they're covered in thirty k anyway. So possibly, but, possibly. We're talking fluff. I'm scared. Yeah, it's right. We'll I mean, the fluff, the fluff for these guys, you know, they're meant to protect uh, the night, the Titan Legions. So they're, yeah, they're, yeah they're, the, they're the foot troops of the Titan Legions. Yeah, they're meant to like get in the way and just you know die basically. But no, it's their job. Yeah. Well, as you said, they've all got like uh, a variety of new new weapons uh, here um, for various different types. I, I don't know really where to start. Let's just basically start with the basic troops i guess there's the rangers and the vanguard um which come yeah, in at 55 points for five of them um for the so cool and 65 points for the rangers um, and yeah you're right they do look really really cool they're awesome models they it's all for one kit awesome. as well so yeah the capes and you, on every model just works Jeff really well for and you get um you get so many bits as well it's ridiculous those those kits are so detailed Awesome, and they're actually really well priced as well. I think you get is it is it a box of ten for like thirty quid or something? Or yeah, yeah. If you if you get some alternative legs as well, you can build pretty much uh, nearly everything twice. You just need some legs and some arms, I think, and you get everything. I've, I've got an awful lot of Necron legs, so uh, <laughs> no, I'll go with that. Work. Yeah, just means I have to take the cyborgs apart. <laughs> oh, <geez>. <laughs> <laughs> can we not talk about those? Uh, are these <laughs> models scale wise? Are they just as bulky as guard, or are they a little bit like f- thinner or fatter? They're not actually got a whole. Um, they're a bit yeah. more slender. They're a bit yeah, more slender kind of, than uh... those. Those IG are a bit blocky nowadays, aren't they? Not like <laughs> they've not got the big armor plates on. They've just got like a mesh armor. It kind of looks like ten Skitari for twenty three pounds fifty. So there you go. That's pretty yeah, good. Very... They're they're beautiful as well, aren't they? Yeah, really nice, really nice models. Man, they're really heavy. Are they? Oh, American <laughs> weight. <laughs> uh, See, I said for £23.50, not at £23.50. <laughs> Thus diffusing your American attempt at humour. So, <clears throat> so let's get back to the points. units. Yeah, the 55 points of five for the Vanguard and 65 points for the Rangers. Um, they come with the character the the alpha the vanguard alpha or the ranger alpha, ranger alpha. Yeah. and they're two yeah, wounds like, each aren't they yeah uh, that's like the whole yeah, thing. So yeah sergeant, sergeants, the sergeants are two wounds each and yeah. um so the the basic guys are three four three three one three one eight with a four up save um, are you talking binary again yes i am <laughs> yes okay. that's what those weapon skill three ballistic skill four strength and toughness three one wound initiative three one attack leadership eight with a four up save so they're like they're basically like veteran uh, imperial guard um, the Sergeant. um and the vanguard alpha has an additional wound and an additional attack and leadership nine so they come with leadership nine which is pretty cool 
Mm-hmm. Um, they have Feel No Pain on a 6 Plus as standard and Relentless as standard um, for the Vanguard. Uh, and the Raw Doctrina Imperatives. Um, and the Rangers have got Move Through Cover in addition as well. Um, Vanguard come with a Radium, car- radium Carbine. Um, which is let's look that up and go through really just while you're good. looking that up I was going to say while you're looking that up it seems odd that they've got the one unit is locked in combat with one or more models with a special rule for the rules rad saturation yeah. the units have minus one toughness yeah Yeah. it seems like odd that they have that rule and then they're a shooter unit with, with I think that is a um it's a nice combo. I think that's a forge the narrative fluffy rule rather than anything else. Uh, so the radium carbine is range 18, strength 3, AP 5. Assault 3, though, um, with rad poisoning. So when a weapon that has this rule rolls a 6 to wound, it actually causes 2 wounds on the target, and you need to roll and allocate... Uh, sorry, you need to allocate and then roll to save against each of those 2 wounds separately. Um, so that's pretty cool. Lots of like radiation themed stuff in here, um, which is to be expected. Yeah. As you said, yeah, Matt. Good. As you said, Matt, they've got the rad saturation rule, um, which is they only need to be in, co- in combat with one model with this. Yeah. Um, Doesn't this works. really really piss you off the fact that Skatari get all these crazy different loadouts for their weapons, yet all the different types of bolter shells there are in the fluff, you only get one in the game. No, Stone Guard. <coughs> Stone Guard. Yeah, but everyone everyone is meant to get all the different types of bolt rounds in the fluff. They're very selective of when they want to forge yeah. active and not. Also, yeah, bastards. Why can the Terminators? Why did the Terminators forget how to be Stone Guard or Vanguard? You know, like if you read the Defense of Rin City book, you know they're rocking their Stone Guard ammunition as shooting Terminators. I want that. That would be cool. Give I think people me. might actually, possibly, just maybe take. Terminators, if you could do that. Oh yeah, if you could, if you could throw sling uh, uh, stern guard ammo through them, yeah. absolutely. All you need it's is a haywire shot. version as well. There just yes. needs to be four shots from six, and you can take one every guy. <laughs> yeah, bullshit. And they move like jet bikes. Yep. Yeah, jump, shoot, jump. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Approximately twenty-seven <laughs> points a model. Go on, James. What else should they take, James? What else should they be able to take, James? I know you want to say it again. Go on, Jack. No, move on to this galvanic. 12 to virus shots. The Vanguard Alpha may take items from the ranged weapons, melee weapons, special issue war gear, and relics of Mars lists. Um, one Skitari Vanguard may carry one of the following an enhanced data tether or an Omnispex. Don't know what they are, but we'll go through all that stuff in a minute. And you can have two uh, models can get special weapons. So, minimum unit of five, two special weapons per unit. It's pretty cool. Uh, if you have 10, you can have three special weapons. The Rangers have the same thing. Up to two may replace their galvanic rifles for the special weapons. Um, and if they've got 10, they can have three. Um, so shall we have a look through some of the some of the special weapons that they have Let's access to? Because I've got no idea what any of these things are. <coughs> they're all new, they're as you said. Which is bad, but they're okay. <clears throat> they are 15, 25 and 30 points so the arc rifle is the first one up that is 15 points and this is by far the best in my opinion that's 24 inch range strength 6 AP 5 rapid fire haywire now obviously rapid fire is pretty good um, 
So you get two two haywire shots, which is nice. And the strength six as well, which is nice. So they're quite multi purpose. Shooting haywire. Yay. <clears throat> Um, Transuranic Archibus. Sounds painful. That's range 60, strength X, AP 3, heavy one, armor vein sniper. This is the one on that cool big base, which looks awesome. Yeah, so that's like on the new sort of overly base, isn't it? You can yeah. see. That um, does look pretty cool. And the last one's the Plasma Caliber, which is pretty good until you realize it's 30 points. Yeah, um, and you pay double points for a plasma, plasma gun. Like it's it's an assault three, eighteen inch range gets hot plasma cannon. Basically, plasma gun, plasma, plasma gun. gun. Yeah, so it's assault three, gets hot, eighteen inch range. It's not worth thirty points. Uh, not not on a guy with a four up save. It's just no. Asking, uh, but he's got the... six up. Feel no pain though. <laughs> yeah. Sure. The haywire guns for eighty-five points, getting two of them, and you know the versatility of being able to throw them in drop pods. I think are the are the, the winners there. And they're strength six as well, so they're not only exactly. for uh, for haywire as well. They're, they're like yeah. they're like those other strength six guns out there now. Yeah, and on the uh, yeah, leaving that on the sergeant, you can take a <laughs> you can take an arc pistol as well, which is a haywire pistol. Um, so you can get five shots from the five man squad at haywire, which is good pretty stuff. good. And that's a range 12 pistol as well, not a, yeah. like a range 6 or anything daft, which is good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so you can come in a pod, put 5, you know, for like 100 points. you got well, 90 odd points, you get a 5 haywire shots. That's certainly not a bad unit at all. Especially if you can take multiple of them. Yeah, yeah when you when you can use these Doctrina things, it makes them even better as well. So, so let's look at those, because um, obviously we're, we're going through some of the units, but we're in the troops section at the moment. So let's look at like the arm, army-wide rules that are in here, the Skitari Special War Rules. Um, Doctrina Imperatives states that at the start of your movement phase, you can choose up to one Doctrina Imperative from the list opposite. Protector Imperatives will increase the army's abilities in the shooting phase, while Conqueror Imperatives will make the army more proficient in the assault phase, unless otherwise stated. Each Doctrina Imperative can only be used once during the game. Um, so there's three for each, which means you can't just use them all, I guess. Um, yeah, and you only use them once per game, so you have to kind of pick when you're going to use them. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so let's go for the protector ones first, because um, they're more relevant to the uh, units that we're talking about at the moment. Uh, so the first one is Hazard Optimization Gamma. Um, I see they've called them Gamma, Beta, and Alpha. Very, uh, very mechanicusy. Uh, until the start of your next turn, all models in friendly units with the Doctrina Imperative Special Rule add one to their ballistic skill characteristic, which I guess is useful. Um, and they're all sort of based on that sort of adding and taking away so the next one's until the start of your next turn all models in friendly units with the Doctrina Imperative special rule add two to their ballistic skill but subtract one from their weapon skill um, so you can really buff them up um, and the last one is add three to their ballistic skill but subtract two from their weapon skill so you can get uh, turns of very 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 reliable shooting um, from these guys now, I presume yep. that means you have to pick the same one army-wide, right? Yeah, it works in all models, so you have to... So if you've got, like, a... You know, you're going to go into combat, you might want to say... So what normally how it works is you pick the 
like you know, the, the alpha and the beta early on because you don't need the weapon skills. But then later on, you might just go for just one plus one BS just to keep yeah. weapon skill three or, or weapon skill four and some of the other units. Uh, now, any unit uh, you can you can pick any of these tables, right? So you could start off with uh, with the alpha shooting one in the first turn. I like how they've uh, they've named it alpha as well, so they know exactly they know exactly what we're going to be using it for. Um, <laughs> yeah. The turn at which you step out of your drop pod um, and want to hit everything on twos with rerolls, uh, and then maybe go for if you've got a, a, a combination. Uh, I mean, you're not just going for shooting. Go for the the close combat ones later on in the game. Uh, I do yeah, like I, how they last until your next turn, rather yeah. than just in your go. That's yeah. quite strong. So, the, in my opinion, the the, the blister skill ones are okay, but the combat ones are really good because uh, you know being able to get that magic weapon skill five or seven is really really useful. Yeah. Um, so let's look at those, and again, it's exactly the same um, to you until the start of your next turn. All models and units get plus one weapon skill, or plus two weapon skill, minus one ballistic skill, or plus three weapon skill, minus two ballistic skill. So, yeah, when you absolutely positively need to hit on threes, it's uh, it's good, and when you absolutely positively want to make them hit on fives, it's even better. So, uh, those are the uh, army-wide special rules. They also have um, a special rule called Dune Strider. Uh, for some units, which um, allows you to add three to the maximum move distance when it moves in the movement phase, when it runs, and when it makes a charge move, and that will be very relevant uh, a little bit later on. Should we go through the warlord traits now, seeing as there's no HQs to talk to them about anyway? You can just stick on any character model, I think, can't you? Uh, so the warlord traits, the uh, first one is reinforced exoskeleton. Your warlord has the eternal warrior special rule. Um... The second one is Artificer Armament. Nominate one weapon carried by your Warlord. This weapon has the Mastercrafted special rule. However, this cannot be applied to a relic. Uh, the third one is Masterwork Bionics. Your Warlord can reroll failed Filno Pain rolls. Uh, the fourth one is Incense Generatorum. Your Warlord has the Shrouded special rule. Uh, number five is Disciple of the Omnissire. Your Warlord and all friendly units with the Skatari faction within 12 inches of him reroll failed morale, pinning, and fear tests. That had to be in there somewhere, didn't it? Um, and number six is Emotionless Clarity. When your Warlord and his unit fire Overwatch, their ballistic skill is counted as being four instead of one. This is not affected by bonuses or penalties from the Doctrina Imperative's special rules. Um... So which ones do you think are the best in there? They're all a bit shit, aren't they? Other than the last one. The last <laughs> one's okay. Shrouded's pretty good, because his unit gets it. Yeah, but who 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 is literally going to be the warlord? It's going to be just like, uh, one of the sergeants, isn't it? Yeah, giving a squad shrouded is probably the best one on there, I'd say. Because <laughs> mm. you're going to want to hide him at the back anyway in cover. So, uh, yeah. The rest are a bit off. Uh, can they roll on the other table? I can't remember if we read. I presume you always can. Warlord traits. When generating... Yes, blah, blah, you, blah, can. Blah, 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 blah. you can either roll a d6 on one of these or one of the tables in the rules. Um, let's have a look at their force organisation chart. Command benefits for the Skitari Manipul. If the detachment is your primary, you may re-roll on the Warlord traits. And your Warlord also has the preferred enemy special rule. Um, and they have tireless advance. All models from this detachment have the Crusader and Scout special rules. 
units on this detachment cannot outflank due to the special rule, but can do as the result of a different special rule, such as infiltrate or a mission special rule. That's um, really useful. Really good. Because the weapons are quite short range, in some of the, especially the uh, Vanguard. So yeah, especially the, like, the rapid fiery ones as well. Yeah, being able to move up six or you know, uh, is pretty damn useful. And also Crusader is like one of those rules which you don't really come across very often. No. But it's again, it's really useful. Being able to roll two dice at the same time and pick the highest for a run is really good. Um, yeah, can't say much. It's just really good, especially with that Dune Strider. That's yeah. really nice too. Definitely. Uh, so let's look at the Rangers, uh, which have exactly the same stat line and the same armor saves as the um, the Vanguard. But they have uh, access to different weapons. Um, and yeah, they have that galvanic rifle instead. Yeah, they've got that galvanic rifle. So what does that do when they're at home? Range 30, strength 4, AP 4, rapid fire, and they all have precision shots, which is quite interesting. Uh, we haven't seen that rule in a while. Um, yeah, it's all over this, but... Yeah, so... but, uh, it's. It's, uh, yeah, 10 points. I'm not sure you'd pay 10 points but for the move to recover and those shots, but uh, no, they're a reasonable choice, I guess. Especially if you need a unit to just sort of sit in the in the backfield. Um, and precision shots are good, especially for sort of picking out some of the weaker um, buff characters that are out there, like priests and maybe the apothecary or something like that. Um, uh, are they getting precision shot on every hit, or is it just on a six for these guys? Um, does it, does they have to rule precision shots, so I can't remember yeah, so how that actually works. I think that's that means six. six. Yeah. Cool. Not that amazing. Um, nice little bonus. Let's get into the fun units now. Uh, <clears throat> There's some fun units here. So, um, the next kit that came out is um, the big base guys, and that's the Sicarian Rust Stalkers and the Sicarian Infiltrators. Again, it's one kit. You can make. Uh, five models um, only out of the box, but you get a lot of parts in there, and they look pretty cool as well. Um, they like just yeah, they, crazy robot things, aren't they? They look awesome, really cool models. Uh, uh, their stats for the Rust Stalkers are weapon skill four, ballistic skill four, strength four, toughness three. But they have got two wounds and are initiative four. Uh, two attack space, leadership eight, and a four-up save. The Princeps, which is the sergeant character for the unit, um, is exactly the same. Uh, he also only has two wounds, so he doesn't have an extra wound, but he's got an extra attack and an extra uh, point of leadership, so he's leadership nine. Uh, they've still got Sicarian Battle Armor, which again is a four-plus save. Uh, they've got a Transonic Razor, a Cord Claw, and Mind Scrambler grenades. So let's have a look at what those things do. Transonic Saw, or Blade, sorry, Transonic Blade is plus one strength, AP5, melee, and it has the Transonic special rule. Um, when making an attack with a weapon that has this rule, any two wound roll of a six will automatically wound the target regardless of its toughness. In addition, during the first round of a close combat, any two wound rolls of a six are resolved to AP2. So it's kind of like a like a bootleg version of, uh, of Rending, almost. <laughs> Isn't this the unit that gets better the longer it's in combat as well? Yes. After the first round, all subsequent rounds of close combat, all wounds are AP2. So you actually get better in the second turn. But you don't have the furious charge and everything else. 
So let's have a look what they have. Nasty. And that's 30 points model. That's crazy. Yeah, so they're 160 points for five. So they're, you're paying 10 points for the sergeant upgrade without any choice on the matter. Um, they've got the bulky special rule. Um, they have Doctrina Imperatives, as does everything. They've got the Dune Strider rule, so they get the extra three inches of movement on their normal move, their run, and their charge. They've also got Feel No Pain. They've got normal Feel No Pain, so that's on a 5-plus rather than a 6-plus. Uh, and they do, as you said, have Furious Charge. Uh, so they get to move nine inches a turn. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. yeah and, and they get Scout, and they get to run... 2d6 pick the highest and plus three to that they're very well, they can they can get scout obviously if you're using the skitari mana pool yes yeah man nipples man nipple <laughs> you get um, my data spike all crazy now they've got the uh, mind scrambles as well which is really nice they're like hey yeah, why look those up i didn't do the other weapon as well which is the cord claw so let's look though, both of those up um pa, 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 pa. cord claw is strength as you use at ap5 uh has the transonic water rule as well but it's got molecular dissonance which is another new rule when a model equipped with the cord claw makes its close combat attacks one of its attacks will be a dissonance attack roll this attack separately a dissonance attack has the fleshbane that special rule um so is that it's good against they come with? well it's yeah they come with it so you can pick to use the the razor or you can pick to use the the claw so you can you know if you're fighting like say these new wraith knights you can use if you manage to survive a stop around the stomping which probably won't but if you do you can switch on ap2 flesh band attacks which are pretty nice cool. well one one of them one attack is flesh band. yeah um and let's look up the mind scrambler grenades see what they do so they're able to, you can use them in shooting. When a unit armed with mind scrambler grenades makes a shooting attack, one model can choose to throw a grenade rather than using another shooting weapon. Um, it's range 8 inches, strength X, AP4, assault 1, blast, haywire as well, so more haywire access. Uh, and it has the neural trauma rule. Um, hits caused by a weapon with this special rule always cause a wound on a 4. plus. Uh, in assault, they can be used. Um, uh, blah blah blah. Uh, they don't suffer the penalty to their initiative for charging enemies through difficult terrain, but fight their normal initiative in the ensuing combat. So that's offensive grenades, same as frag. Um, in addition, when used in assault against vehicles, mind scrambler grenades have the following profile: strength three, AP four, haywire. So, uh, yeah, mind scrambler grenades are pretty good against the old vehicles. That's a lot of haywire in this book. Mm. That's obviously the theme. Well, screwing up, uh, screwing up machines. I'd imagine they'd be pretty good at that. Um, what upgrades can they have? The entire squad may replace their transonic razors and cord claws with two transonic blades. Let's go and have a look. So the, the blades are plus one strength. The razors are just the basic strength. Oh, so there uh, we go. So you get your strength five. And you've got Furious Charge. You can go to Strength 6 with those. But you uh, lose the, um, the Cord Claw for that, though. Yeah. And the Mind Scrambler Grenade as well. Oh, okay. Do you? Uh, so I, I, I probably oh, yeah, would... That kind of sucks. Yeah. I probably would stick with, the, uh, with that first option. <clears throat> oh, and the uh, the princess, ma the, the, the princeps. <laughs> Island, Adam, Adam, Island Adam strikes again. Yeah. Uh, the princeps may take a prehensile data spike. Now, what do they oh. do, James? I'm not going to ask uh, Mike what they do. It's, a, <laughs> it's an initiative ten. Um, yeah, it is. 
So you is get that, initiative is 10. Is that on 10. top of everything else? On top mm. of everything else, yeah. It's yeah. an extra attack, initiative 10. He doesn't get an additional piling move for that. <laughs> Too many jokes. Sorry. Moving on. Uh, so the other unit based on that kit are the uh, infiltrators, which look pretty cool as well. They've got sort of like the weird helmet heads rather than the uh, the rust stalkers, which have the, the sort of gimp mask faces. Um, these guys have got exactly the same stats. They come with a stub carbine and a power sword. Um, they have feel no pain and infiltrate and stealth. Uh, and they also have neurostatic aura, um, which means all enemy models within six inches of one or more models with a special rule subtract one from their weapon skill, ballistic skill, initiative, and leadership. So that's pretty useful. Uh, they also have the Dune Strider rule, which I didn't mention, um, and they are bulky as well. Does everything have the Dune Strider rule? <laughs> uh, these two units, the Sicarian yeah. Rustwalkers and the Infiltrators, have the Dune Strider rule. Yeah, as that's the, crazy good. As do the the Sidonian or Dragoons and the Iron Strider Bellistari. So yeah. just not the basic troops, basically. Not the basic troops and the weird crab sentinel tank thing. That doesn't have it either. So... Um, these, these things with long legs have Dune Strider. That's so good. <laughs> Those lanky bastards. I think exactly. the, um, the, the... I don't think you'll ever see them, personally. I don't think you'll ever see them with stub carbines and power swords, because that sucks. AY is better. Because, for, well, for free, you, you can, can trade swap. them to the... Uh, to, to the tasers and the flesh it blast, whatever they're called, and those are, those are really good weapons. So let's look at those and see what they do. Um... Let's look at the stub carbine first. Is range eighteen, strength four, AP dash assault three. Um, so the fleshette blasters are range twelve, strength two, burst pistol and shred. Um, a weapon with this special rule fires five shots when fired, but otherwise is treated as a pistol. Um, so it's a range twelve pistol. Yeah. So the key thing there is you get five shots, but you also get your two. You get your additional combat weapon now, which yeah. is, is a pistol, and that's huge, obviously, on a unit which you want to fight in combat. Mm. With five shots to shred, it's, it's still good. Not a bad. Strength two. Yeah, it's not too bad though. It's a lot of shots from a unit. Yeah. And also, well, when you think that the rules that they've got and that neurostatic aura that's, that's that works well with like you know with the extra run and the movement and the you know being yeah, able to infiltrate within six inches then yeah it'd be easier to do that wouldn't you 18 inches away and then you move like nine and then you've got a little run you also get the uh, those taser goads yeah so that's the um, where are we for the taser goads because they're pretty cool uh, so the taser goad is plus two strength and melee, but it's got the taser special rule, which is new. Uh, when making an attack with a weapon that has this special rule, when you roll a six of, uh, when you roll a six to hit, um, it causes two additional hits on the target. So it's like, uh, basically like um, the old Necron stuff. Yeah. So you, you get a lot of hits these guys, especially when you go for the. Uh you know, when you've got high weapon skill from those Doctrina things and getting any sixes, getting two extra hits, hmm. all at strength six, you do a lot of damage. So they seem really competent at going through large numbers of crap stuff. Yeah, um, chuff killers. Because um, they haven't really got tremendous strength, have they? They can kill tanks as well at strength six if you use the tasers. Um, Rear armor 10 stuff is, is pretty easy to kill as well. Yeah, furious charge as well. 
The taser goad doesn't have any... Does it have a strength bonus? Yeah, plus plus two strength, so your strength six. Just quite yes, it common. does, you're right. Strength six, so yeah. Is that with Furious Charge, their strength seven then? No, these guys haven't got Furious Charge. It's the other... Oh, they're not. Oh. I'm looking at the wrong one no, again. No, no, no. So yeah, no, that's, no, that's the yeah. page back. These guys are 185 points, though, rather than 160 um, that the Sicarian Rust Stalkers were. Um... Which one do you prefer out of these two, these two units, James? Because you've actually used the book. Uh, I haven't used these units, but I think if I was going to pick one, it would depend what I was going to put in the. If I was going to going to put in the rest of the army, if I was going to put characters with them, I'd I might quite like the minus one weapon skill thing because it combos well with the because you can make them weapon skill five, six, seven, and then mm. minus weapon skill off other people to make them hit on fives. Which maybe could protect them from because they're, they're quite squishy, they're quite easy to kill. <coughs> the minus one um, initiative is pretty cool as well because they're initiative four base, so they'd be pretty good for that if you're going against sort of marines and yeah stuff that's I four. So then again, but... I really like haywire grenades. They're, they're, they're in the mess at the moment. Haywire grenades are really good. Yeah, so, yeah. A lot of lot of haywire access to the uh, to the other unit, the rust stalkers. In drop pods, for example. Well, they're bulky, so you could get. Five of them in, couldn't you? Yay! I've got space for five. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I, I think it would depend on your, on your plan with them. I mean, having basic stealth is kind of cool as well. Um, I don't know. I think it would. You'd have to think uh, which one's going to fit your uh, army the best. Uh, probably, if I had to pick, I'd go for the infiltrator just because I think the taser was really cool. But, uh, well, the plastic kit does come with the parts to make all of them, so. Um... Okay. and magnetise yeah. them um, looking at the photos it doesn't seem like there's anything that you'd need to stick on other than arms and heads that would yeah. preclude you from doing that so uh, yeah. Yeah, can't, can't, uh, can't stress how good Doomstrider is it's such a good rule it makes them so much, so much better than the other yeah. one yeah that's crazy um, so they're elites, they're both elites choices, um, which brings us on to fast attack and these weird walking things that look straight out of a Terry Pratchett book. Um, they do, didn't they? <laughs> Sidonian Dragoons are the first unit, um, 45 points each. They are vehicle walkers, open-topped, um, weapon skill 4, ballistic skill 4, strength of 5, armour 11 all round, initiative of 3 though, uh, 3 attacks and only 2 hull points. They come with the Taser Lance, a broad-spectrum data tether, and a searchlight. Is thrown in there. They have the Crusader rule. They have the Doctrina Imperatives rule and Dune Strider. Uh, and they also have Incense Cloud, which uh, gives... Uh, it, they always count as obscured at all times, uh, receiving a 5-plus cover save. Uh, so let's look at the Taser Lance and the broad-spectrum data tether in the back here. Taser Lance is plus three or plus two. Um, it's plus three on the turn that it charges, uh, plus That's two at strength, any other times. It? Yeah. Uh, it's got the Taser rule as well, so on a roll of a six to hit, it causes a two additional hits. And it also has the Joust special rule, which is pretty cool. A model attacking with a weapon with this special rule doubles its initiative characteristic on a turn in which it makes a successful charge, um, which you're going to be quite likely to do because they have the Dune Strider rule, so you're adding three to your charge range as well. So they seem pretty cool. These, these the are my favourite. Radium Giselle do, which is what they can swap their lands for. 
the Radiant Giselle is a um, shooting weapon. It's 30-inch range, strength X, AP5, heavy 2. Uh, it has the Rad Poisoning special rule. When firing a weapon that has this special rule, to wound rolls of a 6 cause 2 wounds on the target unit, regardless of the target's toughness. Each wound is allocated and saved against separately. It also has the Sniper rule. Which combos really well with Rad Poisoning. Because nice. for every 6, you're rending and you're then causing two wounds yeah which is nice and because you also get precision shots on the six with sniper weapons uh you can put them on can... stuff so they're pretty good for picking out those uh those buffing characters as you said yes four the... as well not bad yeah the, the dragoons are my favorite unit in this whole book i think they're the best unit did i see you playing on vassal with like 50 of these things on the table yeah, I had a lot of these things, yeah had 24 we'll go through that in a minute how you managed to achieve that um so you you can take one on their own, but you can take units of up to six. Uh, as you said, they may replace their lance with the Radium Giselle, uh, and any model may take a Phosphor Serpenta. So let's look that up, as well as the Broad Spectrum Data Tether, which I didn't look up yet. So the Phosphor Serpenta uh, is range 18, strength 5, AP4, Assault 1, and it's got the Luminogen special rule. That is, a unit that suffers one or more unsaved wounds. Glancing or penetrating hits caused by a weapon with this special rule counts its cover saves as being one point worse than normal until the end of the phase. Furthermore, units can re-roll the dice to determine their charge range against the affected unit until the end of the turn. Um, so that might combo quite nicely. I don't think you'll ever see these personally. They're, they're, they're just too short range and... The fact you have to cause a wound as well is, makes them difficult to uh, to get the effect on somebody. And where's the broad spectrum? Yakety schmackety. <clears throat> Where are we? No, there we go. Skitari vehicle equipment. All models in friendly units with the Skitari faction that are within six inches of at least one model with a broad spectrum data tether and are affected by a Doctrina imperative add one to the leadership characteristic on their profile until the start of your next turn. Note this is not cumulative with effects of an enhanced data tether. Yeah, the data tether does the same thing, but it just yeah. works in the unit. Yeah. Um, so you're basically buffing your leadership in and around, which is cool. But they're all pretty good anyway. They've all got um, leadership nine or eight, so but you don't want things running away. <clears throat> what do you think of these anyone else anyone else got any opinions because obviously James is very very keen on them decent amount of shooting for cheap the armor 11 is nicer rather than 10 yeah so at one point makes a lot of difference so these are the, um, um, these are the assault ones with the with the lances aren't they yeah and they're they're nice and speedy to get to where they need to go yeah and you can easily get the numbers to ensure that you are able to actually make it there yeah Nice that they always get a five-up cover save as well. That's pretty cool. Um, you know they're going to hit hard as well. Yeah. Yeah. Strength Initiative eight, six yeah. when they charge. What's um, very good about them is because they're vehicle squadrons, you can fucking spread them out like crazy. They've got four-inch coherency, and they're on there. They're not on the crazy big oval bases, on the smaller oval ones, so they take up a lot of room. Um, you can quite happily charge multiple units with them tie things up and they're uh, they're just yeah, they're just solid all round units which are, they're, they're quite easy to kill with open topped but they uh, they hit pretty hard 
Yeah, I think when they when they get in, they're going to do a lot of damage. Um, they're nice and cheap as well. Yeah, forty five points a model is definitely. Like, would you would you bother upgrading anything on these at all? Uh, did we check the phosphorus uh, penta? Well, that does. Yeah, James. James wasn't impressed. No, that sucks. That was the thing that if you shoot and cause a wound or a hole point, you oh, can yeah. re-roll your charge range and other stuff. Not for ten points a model. Not no. not when it's finished strength five. If it was like strength six or something like <laughs> a unit, of th say three, four. I mean, if it was like strength five with like blast or something, so you can yeah. get a few. You know. So you take a unit of say three for one hundred and thirty-five points. It's cheap enough to throw away, but it's also going to hit a small unit up around the sides or a light tank hard enough to be an issue for someone yeah and they're really really manoeuvrable as well especially if you're putting them in the maniple um, and getting scout 45 points is cheap as chips isn't it for that for that stat line <laughs> yeah they look quite attractive they are everything sentinels wish they were yeah. yes they are sentinels like 40 <clears throat> like such a bad little brother <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, let's move on to the next one, which is the Iron Strider Ballistari, which is 55 points. Um, it's got weapon skill 3, ballistic skill 4, strength 5, 11 all-round, initiative 3, 2 attacks, and 2 hull points. It's also a walker and open-topped. It's made from the same kit. I'm pretty sure you could probably magnetise this one as well. Um, it comes with twin-linked Cognis autocannon. Uh, it has also the broad-spectrum data tether and searchlight. It's got the Crusader special rule, it's got the Dune Strider special rule, and it also has the Precision Shots special rule as standard as well. Um, you can replace its auto cannon with a twin-linked LAS cannon as well for 20 points. So the Cognis, that's a new, uh, that's a new weapon type. Um, Cognis auto cannons are range 48, strength 7, AP4, heavy 2. Um, but when a model makes a snapshot, it has a ballistic skill of two instead of one. So that looks like it's trying to be your anti-air for the uh, for the book. The Cognis Las Cannon is strength nine, AP two, forty-eight inch range, heavy one, and again with the Cognis special rule ballistic skill is being two instead of one. Would you pay twenty points to upgrade that auto cannon to a Las Cannon? No. Not, not 20 no, points. Not at no. all. Not when you've got so much haywire. Um, you want well, you want as many shots as possible exactly. for those precision shots, don't you? Really? Yeah, precision shots are amazing with autocannons. You just you can you just get a lot of shots and you just kill apothecaries, priests really easily. Um, they are 55 points each, though, and you can take units of up to six. Um, did you use any of these, James, in any of your games? Yeah, I use loads of these. These are, these are good. Okay, so you're really keen on the walkers. Yeah, I like the walkers. Right. The, uh, the plus one ballistic skill is also good for them because it makes them twin-link BS5, so they hit with everything. Um, and because they're BS2 against when they're snapshotting, even like when they get when they get in charge, they've got multiple over. They've got BS5, BS2 overwatches. Twin-link BS2, yeah, that's pretty good. And then you get your combat attacks. And if you've gone for, say... Uh, the plus two weapon skill, the weapon skill six. So they, they they don't care about their ballistic skill being low because you're you're BS two snapshot anyway. But yeah. you're also getting weapon skill six attacks in combat. And they're not they're not great in combat, but they'll beat up some units in combat because you know they're strength five and they're armor eleven. So yeah, they're, they're pretty good. They, they don't they don't ignore armor or anything like that, do they? Either. 
no. No, just no. just just basic strength five. Just strength. Yeah, that's it. These are these. I think the best use of this is in the fo- these guys are really good in that formation that we'll talk about probably later. On. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so onwards to the next weird and wonderful unit, the third kit that was released, which is the Onager Dune Crawlers, and these look like. Triarch Stalkers. Yes, basically. They look like Defilers that haven't been chaosified. They look like yeah, yeah. Defilers with... With, um, with the Sentinel on top. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I saw a picture that someone did uh, online with the uh, with the toy from Toy Story with the baby head and the... Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that's what these look like. Um, so these are Walkers as well. Weapon Skill 3, Ballistic Skill 4, Strength 5. 12, 12, 11 on the rear. Uh, initiative two, one attack, three whole points. Um, they come with the Eradication Beamer. Uh, they also have a broad spectrum data tether. They have an Emanatus force field uh, and a searchlight, because why not? Uh, the special rules they have are Doctrina Imperatives. They have the rule Crawler, which uh, allows them to be never slowed by difficult terrain and they automatically pass dangerous terrain, but they cannot run. Uh, they also have the field harmonics rule, which um, means a model with this special rule adds one to any invulnerable saving throws it makes for its force field for each other model from the same squadron within four. So that, I presume, would be cumulative? Yeah. 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 Okay, so that force field, what save does that get natively? Four. Six. Yeah, six. So when it's got a four unit, it's got a four plus invulnerable save. Okay, yeah. So you can take up to three in a unit for 90 points a model. <clears throat> These guys are also your anti-air with yeah. some of their weapons. Well, let's have a look at the weapons. Let's go to the Eradication Beamer first and see what that does, because these are all new to me. Um, okay. A shot from an Eradication Beamer has a different profile depending on how far the target is from the firer. If it is fired at between 9 and 36, the profile used is based on the distance to the central hole of the blast marker when it is placed before rolling for scatter. If it is not clear which of the profiles to use, the controlling player can choose. Uh, so at ranges 0 to 9 inches, it's strength 10, AP1, heavy 1. At range 9 to 18 inches, it's strength 8, AP3, heavy 1, blast. And at strength... Uh, sorry, at range 18 to 36, it's strength 6, AP5, heavy 1, large blast. Um, so it's a conversion beamer in reverse. So it's like a reverse yes. conversion beamer, yeah. Um, I'm presuming you didn't mean that this was the uh, anti-air version. So nope. let's move on. It can take a twin-linked heavy phosphor blaster. That is... Where are we in phosphor? Phosphor's the next page. Heavy phosphor blaster, 36-inch range, strength 6, AP3, heavy 3, and it has that funky luminogen rule, um, which deducts from cover saves, uh, and you can re-roll to charge a unit that has been damaged by the luminogen rule. The next one it can take is a Neutron Laser and Cognis Heavy Stubber. Uh, the Neutron Laser is range 48, strength 10, AP1, Heavy 1, Blast and Concussive. Um, we all know what a Heavy Stubber does because all you bastards play Imperial Knights all the time. Now, that's actually my favorite gun loadout for it because it comes to 115 points. Yeah. So I prefer to see it run like that. But there's other guns. <clears throat> and the last gun is the Icarus Array, uh, which is at 35 points. Um, 
An Icarus array consists of a twin Icarus autocannon with built-in Gatling rocket launcher and a built-in Daedalus missile launcher. Any or all of these weapons can be fired in the same shooting phase, they all must shoot at the same target unit. If the twin Icarus autocannon uses its interceptor special rule to fire in the enemy turn, the other weapons may still fire in your subsequent shooting phase. And Imagine these how. can be fired at a different target to that fired at by the twin Icarus autocannon. Um... That's, so that's not bad. Yeah, the Twin Icarus also cannon is 48 inches range, 7 strength, AP4, heavy 2, interceptor, skyfire, and twin linked. The Gatling rocket launcher also has a 48 inch range, it's strength 6, AP4, it's heavy 5, uh, ignores cover, and skyfire as well, so that's pretty damn good. Um, and the Daedalus missile launcher is 48 inch range, strength 7, AP2, Heavy one and Skyfire. So yes, that is gonna be. So that means you're snapping at ground targets, right? If you got a Skyfire. Yeah, you're snapping at ground targets, but you are pouring fire in any flyer. Yeah. It's nice. So yeah, that's pricey, but it's nice. Strength six, heavy five, ignores cover. Is pretty damn tasty. How many points is it with that gun? That's thirty-five points extra, so it comes to one hundred and twenty-five. Or you could take the neutron laser and heavy stubber at 115 total. But it's still not. It's the neutron laser is my favorite way of like looking at it. But it's still not bad to take one of those in the in like. See, you take three units. Take one of those in each unit. <laughs> and now you have a solid anti-air option that can kind of sit there and it's just buffing the other guys as well and mm. just snap firing with, you know, like is eight shots a turn. You're not wasting the other guys if you do that, though. Or can these five separate targets? No, they have to fire at the same target. Yeah, uh, they have to fire at the same target, but you can fire, you know, you can when you need to snap, uh, need to fire Skyfire. Because you don't need it a lot, so I think, like, one, two here and there is is pretty decent. And remember as well, you can use, um, when the flyer comes on, you can just use your interceptor rule to fire the... Uh, Exactly. Water cannon, if you want, and if you get lucky with it, you can still shoot at something completely different in your own turn. Um, you don't have to shoot at the same target you fired at with the interceptor gun, as per the rules. The... Yeah, it's pretty cool. So I'm not soldier personally. No. Uh, in terms of, uh, I think they're they're decent, but for like okay, three <laughs> of them neutron lasers, that's like 340 points. It's like a knight. I'd just rather take a knight. <laughs> They're really expensive. Yeah. Um, I, I think they're decent, but they are very, very expensive. I think that if I was going to tell you, I like the neutron lasers, okay, strength tens, all right, and the Icarus array is okay as well. But it's very specialised, isn't it? To have all that, if you're going to take three of them with all that, yeah, you'll kill any flyer around, but you don't do much else. They're like only four hundred points for three of them with those. Mm. I don't know. It's, that's a lot of points to pay. What if you took a unit of three with two neutron lasers and one with the Icarus array? Mm. Expensive. I, I think that they're decent, but they you, you would you would have to try and like they're one of those things that are, they're durable, but they don't have a lot of damage. And you're kind of you're kind of it's kind of like um like a honey trap where you're enticed to buy three and spend the points on three because mm -hmm. obviously they're going to buff yeah. themselves. And I mean to be honest, you know, there's lots of ruins around anyway. I don't four vulnerables okay. It's I, I think they're very expensive, and you have to. You wouldn't just. I wouldn't just plop them in the list. I'd think like, how am I going to fit these in somewhere without without uh, you know make them work for the list? Yeah. yeah. I'm not sure. I'd just throw them in otherwise. Though. 
Okay, so, so yeah. that's 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 all the units in the book. Not a lot, um, but they're all new, so it's quite a big release. Um, so let's look at the. Boo! They didn't get Imperial Knights. <laughs> well, you know, you can just stick them in, can't you? You can always pile in a an Ad Lance and. Um, I'm just saying they should, and... they should have been in there. The way Games Workshop's going is you just put one in anyway because they don't care. Yeah, just plug it in, plug and plug and play. It's all good. Anything goes. If you're not if you're not using uh, Unbound, we'll make you play it a different way. So these guys are going to be like at the foot of Titans, aren't they? Yeah, basically. Yeah. So yes. can you imagine a Titan going against these guys? It's like how much haywire is there? <laughs> so like, it wouldn't be the titans that kill each other it would be these, <laughs> the fucking ants on the ground it's like just look at your titan and kill it well see that that's that's what it's actually there for these guys go after the titans and the titans kill all the guys on the ground yeah, yeah. it's like a it's like a vicious cycle nobody understands stupid martians the futility of war big guys squish <laughs> these guys are designed to like hold ground and like you know fight in ruins and well these are the things that sort of I've always read about them being sort of like just in the legs of the Imperator Titan, aren't they? Sort of they're in yeah, there yeah. guarding it and stuff. And so, so when the when the Imperator Titan gets into close combat, it actually just a bunch of guys shooting haywire guns at the other Titan to kill <laughs> it, throwing them out of its shins. Yeah, you know? they're just they're just throwing infiltrators at them. Go, <laughs> <clears throat> firing them out of the, the, Quick, the, the missile the tubes. Yeah, exactly. Um, so let's have a look at some of the specific formations that are in the book because there's a couple of those. Um, oh, the battle man nipple. There's four in here, I think. I love man nipples. Leave right. me alone. Nope, I'm coming for you. I can't see Waterboy without thinking of uh, Jesse. No, you are that <laughs> guy on the sideline in the hat. <laughs> <laughs> Just with the beard. Um, right, so the battle man nipple is first, um, and it is a set formation: one unit of vanguard, one unit of rangers, one unit of rust stalkers. One, you get the idea. Basically, one unit of everything. One unit of everything. Come and buy it right now on GamesWorkshop.com. One click boxed set. And bundle, save nothing. And save no pounds and no pence but or dollars. A lot of times. Yes, do it. Do it many times. Yeah. Um, the special rules it gets for that stupid buying is Crutch Mechanicus. If this <laughs> Crutch, <laughs> yes, Crutch Mechanicus. If this formation right. is your primary detachment, you can reroll the. It's actually Crux, obviously, but yeah, yeah. Crutch is funnier. Uh, if this formation <laughs> is your primary detachment, you can reroll on the Codex Scutari Warlord traits. Yeah. Furthermore, your Warlord has the preferred enemy special rule. Wonderful. Uh, it also has the rule data lock models from this formation that are within twelve inch of an Onager Dune Crawler from this formation. Our leadership ten. Uh, Tireless Advance. All models from this formation have the Crusader and Scout special rules. Units from this formation cannot outflank due to the Scout special rule. Blah de blah de blah de blah. So you basically have no reason to take that over okay. the main yeah, one because you're buying a lot of chaff. <clears throat> Scout's you, pretty good. Uh, which brings us to the War Cohort. If you have more money than cents, um, you can take three Battle Maniples. Um, and be... sounds like Matt. <laughs> He's got three bag. He's got three of these as well. Uh, <clears throat> only two after Belgium. Yeah. Um, you get the Crux Mechanicus rule. 
Um, and you get imp enhanced imperative resolution. If your army includes one or more detachments or formations for this special rule, you can once per game choose to reuse a Doctrina imperative. Although that still won't save you from having such a shit army. <laughs> um, let's get into and the no mortgage and no house and exactly because no, no <laughs> yeah. you can't get these from China yet. So, um, but at least the picture for it looks cool. Is anyone paying us to plug their store at the moment? Anyone? No, right. I'm not going to tell anyone where to get it from anyway. Um, <coughs> I like 40k China. anyway. I quite like 40k. They're a cool store. Buy it from the internet. Um, Sicarian Killclade. Oh God! Please no! Don't. Yes, I'm just going to Vulcan up all of my uh, my cyber walls into one massive dune crawler. It's going to. Oh, be... do it! Jesus. Made from polystyrene balls me. and cocktail sticks. I, can, I was just about to say I can see I can definitely see Mike making an army of Skitari out of cocktail <laughs> sticks and whatever yeah. he can find on the floor. Just just grabbing handfuls of feces from my pants and throwing it on the table. <laughs> that's basically what I'm going to do. That's, oh, that's an improvement on Nolan. <laughs> that would look better than your Thunder Wars. Oh, <sighs> Fuck you guys, they're awesome. They're really not. Uh, next is the Sicarian Killclade. Um, that's three units of Sicarian Rust Stalkers and one unit of Infiltrators. For that, you get Malignant Susurrations, which I think you can get some sort of ointment from your GP for. Uh, it also does uh, all enemy models within 12 inches of the unit of Sicarian Infiltrators from this formation are affected by the unit's Neurostatic Aura special rule. Um, so that's pretty cool. Um... <laughs> Nick's, Nick's got that from from Serbia. It's not that bad. I, I don't see what the problem is. <coughs> it yeah, reduces. You're, it reduces you're the infection range. That's that's bad. Man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Twelve inches. It came all over Matt's back, and I got the disease. It was terrible. No, <laughs> Slaughter sprint is the next rule. Once per game, on any game turn after the first, Sicarian rust stalkers from this formation can charge in the assault phase, even if they have made a run move in the same turn. That sounds pretty nice. Yeah. Um, because you get That's three units of rust stalkers in there, and they can move. You're basically getting an extra nine inches of movement there because you can move plus three, you can run plus three. And you can charge plus three, so that's massive. That's pretty if good. If only there was a good assault vehicle, these guys would be badass. But land raiders suck. So if you could put them in a vehicle, you could have like six inch disembark, then a run. Sorry, six inch move, six inch disembark, six plus three, and then so two two six pick the highest plus three, and then two d six plus three on the charge. Like massive charge range. But assault riders with um. With their movement, they don't really they'd get still get into combat second turn anyway, wouldn't they? Because you're getting, you know. Yeah, but they get shot off the table on turn one. Yeah, you have got three units of. That's them, the problem. Scatter lasers. lasers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's not that many scatter lasers about at the moment, at this specific moment in time. Now. You're you're right because everybody's digging through their bits box and glue them onto their onto their jet bikes. Yeah, I'm gluing them onto my side walls. As you speak. <laughs> I'm gluing them to my necklace. I don't know what you're talking about. The in the timeline, uh, and the last one is the Iron Strider Cavaliers, um, which is a formation which includes two units of dragoons, one unit of Iron Strider Ballisteri. Um It gives you acute senses and outflank, which is pretty cool. That is tasty. 
Um, Ident confirmed at the start of the first game turn, nominate one character in the enemy unit. In the enemy army, sorry. Models from this formation reroll for failed to wound rolls against the nominated character and its unit, so that's pretty damn tasty. Nice. Um, Mind-linked hunters. Models in the formation can always trace line of sight and shoot through other models in this formation without conferring a cover save for shooting through an intervening unit. That's pretty nice as well. Dancing robots, then. Yep. They Getting are out of the way of the bullets. Exactly. And then the noose titans is the last rule. Um, that's titans as in titanus, not warlord titans. <laughs> not I thought you noose. were going to get to run around with like noose titans. No. <laughs> I thought that was like a new thing. They're the new Slaneshi titans that are coming out. Um, all units in the formation must be placed in reserve. When making reserve rolls, make a single roll for the entire formation. In addition, start making reserve rolls for this formation from your first turn. So they can come on pretty much straight away. On a successful reserve roll, all of the units in this formation arrive from reserve. So that seemed so good until that point. Why? Oh, it's have awesome. To, uh, it's have, really good. No. Having to go in reserve with that. It'd be good if you get a reroll. Well, you can get a reroll. Just take a bunker with a comms relay yeah. on it. Small take, points. Yeah. Just take, just and you know it. what? Yeah. You it's can really take your bunker. And put, Shine it out real nice. Sorry. And shove it up your orange gauntlet. <laughs> <laughs> but you take your bunker still, and then you still take your plasma cannon uh, fortification because you know it's heavy support now. Yeah. Oh yes, yeah, they've come out, haven't they? Ooh. Yes, that's right. You can't buy one ever. Yes. Yeah. Games being, It was really useful. Is being able to because one thing I found when you, these things uh, being able to get this ballistery like. Their arm and such with the alpha link, it's awesome. Yeah, really, really good. Um, um, so you've been using that a lot of pressure. It really is like news timing. It really is. Well, that's the uh, that's the Skatari book anyway. Um, hope you found that interesting. Definitely a lot of really really nice models there. Um, I would suggest you buy lots of magnets and have lots of fun. Um, is that magnets pronounced scatter lasers? <laughs> yes, uh, it is. Yes, yes, perfect. <laughs> You may, shoot you, up. you may want to wait maybe a month or so until you can get these in in resin um, <laughs> or <and> on eBay <laughs> take four jobs and work yourself to death trying to uh, here you could just trade them for Eldar yeah cut all the sprues off your Eldar models and use the sprues to make your brand new Skatari army I thought you were going to say cut the Skatari to make Skatari lasers <laughs> yeah, it's um, it's good, but yeah, they are pricey, aren't they? Altogether. Yeah, the models. I mean, to be honest with you, the pricing's quite good on these. Um, in comparison to other stuff, um, you it's know, the, the box, the box, the box unit uh, being twenty three pound fifty is pretty good. Um, it's still expensive when you look at it for points rather than just actual models you get. Yeah. Oh, in terms, of, in terms of the fact that you're paying basically, what's that, £12 for a... Yeah, pound for point 70, ratio. 75-point unit. Yeah. The, uh, just say, the, that list I was playing with, I had to use alternative models because mm. uh, yeah, to th- buy... Th- th- walkers, 30, 30 quid for a 45-point walker is... Uh, yeah, it's like <laughs> over, it was over £800 for the army, so I, I, just, I bought every single dust tactic walker available. Before they go out of stock, before they go out of business, and, well, they <laughs> so they're, they're actually going to stay in business now because James has bought them all. 
He's yeah. single-handedly um, managed Rescuing to companies. do the t- Kickstarter. Well done. Keeping the economy afloat. Yeah. Well, they're having like a disagreement with Battlefront or something. It's mass drama. I, I, I don't know what's happening. Fucking Americans. Ruining everything. Always gets me into trouble. Fucking Americans, then. <laughs> Jesse, oh, my ideas. Whoa, yeah, whoa, that's, 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 that's terrible. What, that's fucking terrible. Americans? Jesse definitely doesn't do that, so... <laughs> No, nah, Jesse's a taker. I just checked, just checked every single bit's website. There are no scatter lasers left anywhere. <laughs> There's loads of Eldar missiles. In the known universe. You just checked everywhere, haven't you? <laughs> if you want, if you want missile launchers, you can get missile launchers. But yeah. Yeah, four of them nope. together. If you get a missile la- launcher, cut it into four, glue it together backwards. Does it look like a scatter laser yet? It depends if you squint hard enough. That's a yes. Sorry, I had a random phone call there, and I didn't get to. I didn't get to defend America's honor. Unlucky. Um, so <laughs> yeah, that is, um, that's the end of this week's. <laughs> Damn <session>. it! <laughs> <laughs> um, if you're wondering what all the scatter laser talk is, there's lots of Eldar rumors about, um, which you may or may not hear us talk about in the intro um, or the outro, depending on where I put it in the episode. Um, but I hope you've enjoyed this brief and fun look at the Skitari book a little bit more upbeat than the, uh, the the Demon King review that we did um, but yeah was that, Adam, was that Adam's fault was it um, we tried with we that. tried we really tried. hard really I, well, I, I had to say how nice the artwork was about six times oh god <laughs> we tried, it's desperate we actually tried to make a list and then give up <laughs> four times well, Hold on, hold on. I've had I've had some success. I've had some success playing around with that, and it's been it's been uh, Demonkin. No, it's been Demonkin and, and Chaos Space Marines. No, yeah, <laughs> no. It was D Thurster, D Thurster, Cultist, Cultist, and then forty five dogs, yeah. and then Bellacore Cultist, and you walk yeah. forward, you tie things up, and you use Bellacore and the. D-Lords to get you out of combat. Okay. And it, it, it was it was doing okay. It was doing all right. Well, you can just buy Wraith Knights and stomp people to death instead. <laughs> well, yeah, now I was trying to avoid Adlands because for whatever reason, people in the States don't like freedom and they're trying to ban <laughs> Adlands. These these commies are taking over my country. Yeah, man, you've got you've got your right to take up arms against... That's the, fine uh, anyway. Don't take Adlands. Just take Forge World Knights instead and... <laughs> Yeah. Uh, what if I want to put my Forge World Knights in my Adlands? <coughs> I think, you, you know what? You know what? I'm going to email the development team right I'm now and tell them, listen. I'm going to punch you in the face. I'm going to tell them, listen, there's these tournaments and they're trying to encroach on my freedom to take whatever I want. And they're going to give it to me because scatter uh-huh, lasers. Uh-huh. Exactly. They're encroaching uh. on my narrative. <laughs> I want to forge a narrative (laughs) of Skitari. Everything hates me. (laughs) So you want to live in America? Yeah, basically. Listen, you need to you need to realize that America, you know, you're only allowed the the specific freedoms which everyone wants you to have. Listen, you're not allowed to choose your own freedom. You have you're going to have a woman president. You have the freedom that we tell you you can have, and that's that's it. That's all you're allowed. I think think he's knocking your freedom, Jesse. I'm pretty sure he's knocking my freedom. It's okay. It's okay because come November, I'm gonna bring I'm gonna bring a whole shitload of American freedom over to you guys. When I am named when I am named king, 
of freedom, <laughs> then then we'll King talk. King of free Britain. You're you're the uh, you're the king of my heart anyway, Jesse. It's all that matters. It's gonna be such a bromance in November. Yeah. I already ordered my Uncle Sam outfit. I just have to lose some more weight to fit into it because it didn't have, <laughs> didn't have that enough. Come on, you, you, you can't lose weight because there'll be less of you to love if you did that. Oh, no, no, I got I gotta I gotta lose I gotta lose some weight. Trust me, there'll still be plenty. Oh, <laughs> it's only so he can get the pants on, don't worry, he's not gonna do up the, sh- the jacket, of course. <laughs> he will be letting his freedom out hanging loose. It's, it's strictly I have, toga only. Alex, toga only tournament. I have a beard grey out for my beard and everything. I'm going full bloat on this guy. Excellent. <laughs> Excellent stuff. Wow. Wicked. I fear for Warrington. We'll tell you more about what's going on in November soon um, but yeah stuff's going on in November we are sticking to our promise of um, getting through some of the backlog of releases and it's looking like we are going to have to go to being weekly with uh, smaller sized uh, episodes because there's just so much stuff going on like there's big big things happening every week now um, which makes it exciting Um, and we're getting really good responses on the shorter episodes as well I know this one weighs in around about three hours but um, hopefully you know it's all good stuff and you can break it down into the in two sections if you don't want to listen to it all in one go um, we're probably going to stay away from the five hour epic marathon episodes and try and really uh, give you more regular concise um, digestible uh, content and so hopefully you like that guys I mean if you want the five hour you know epic marathon Sunday morning swords and sandals style movie um, starring Charlton Heston and Kirk Russell type episodes then feel free to let us know on the Facebook or if you prefer one hour you know two hour bite size style chunks then uh, you know, let us know that as well facebook.com forward slash AOC podcast is the address or you could just search for allies of convenience on Facebook and we should come up we are going to be back next week with our early doors exclusive look at the Eldar book Um, I know that uh, we're going to get some response from the States as well, from some of the top tournament players there. And, of course, our motley crew of uh, cast members are going to be dissecting the book um, from the end of this week coming as you listen to this. And we'll try and get something up on the Sunday to basically gazump all of the other podcasts uh, with our brilliant reviews, which I know you love so much. Uh, so thank you very much for listening. And again, I do want to apologise uh, for the sound distortion on the Eldar you know, section that we did. Um, I promise you that will not happen again next week. We are always striving to improve the quality of the podcast. Maybe not the content, but um, the sound quality at least. Um, we can always work on uh, So thanks very much for your time. And we'll be back on Sunday with a new episode. Take care.